0: Morning, people. A couple things, you understand. We have a special guest uh, this morning, uh, Sydney from TikTok. Obviously, um, we're both on the climb and we're both out here trying to make moves and what have you, you understand. But, uh, yeah, Safe Space Podcast on YouTube. Go subscribe right now. Interesting content. Um, interesting individual. Um, I just recently came across her content. I believe it was either yesterday or the day before something like that. And you know, just going through, you know, as the algorithm provides content and sustenance, uh, I was just intrigued. I'm like, this is this is different. This is different from a lot of the different rhetoric. As much as people are able to disagree on certain things, it's refreshing to at least hear an objective, a somewhat objective, you know, standpoint. And so, of course, I want to have her on, Sydney. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Uh, we're gonna check the audio real quick because. Uh, okay. We're not here for games, you understand?
1: Yeah, of course not. Of course not.
0: But it sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Cool. Okay. Brown University, hooping. What, what made yes. you choose uh, Brown University?
1: Um, Well, the first thing is that there's open curriculum. So there is no core curriculum. So I am a poli-sci major. So I don't have to take, wow. like, uh, math and science. because I, I hate, <laughs> hate STEM. Everything about STEM is just the yeah. opposite of me. So... Yeah that allows me to just like take classes that I personally enjoy. And then there's a very like collaborative spirit at that university where people aren't really in competition with each other. Um, they're kind of looking to help each other out. Um, and I was like, that's that also fits uh, my personality. And then on top of that, just like the connections that you make with the alumni and the students that you're you're learning with, it was just like, I can't pass up on this school
0: true true and then of course you know are are you on like scholarship there or were you on scholarship so
1: ivy league schools don't have scholarships for athletes unfortunately yeah it's like a, it's weird because they don't say no one it's like an unspoken (laughs) thing but then you find out and you're like this is d1 like what do you mean there's no scholarships but then it's hard to pass up because of like all the connections but like that's though that's like one thing that they need to fix because like mm-hmm. there's so many student athletes that I think would consider the Ivy League but don't because it's like why would I pay when I could go somewhere else for free
0: yeah that makes sense especially mm-hmm. like with the the name image and likeness mm-hmm. you no know, changes coming to you know the NCAA community
2: mm-hmm.
0: you would think that Harvard and would just be all i mean who has a higher or or more valuable endowment fund than mm-hmm. like Yale and the Harvard types the princetons mm-hmm. So, of course, they, they got money to blow nonstop. Exactly. They could build a football team to rival Alabama for the next 10 years easily exactly. just off their endowment funds. Mm-hmm. But then they have this this prestige about them, this reputation mm-hmm. of, you know, we, we can't just, we can't sell out, right, just for exactly. sports, right? Like, exactly. We, we, we bring all the intellectuals, the academics. Mm-hmm. We, we, that, mm-hmm. That's what we provide to the world. And mm-hmm. I don't think they want to water that down with. And that's exactly and, what and,
1: it is. That's exactly you know. what it is. But, I mean, there's so many schools that are, like, great academically that also have you know sports that are that are doing well like duke stanford so i don't i think it's a little bit of like an excuse to be classist (laughs) in my opinion like you just don't want people who are low income and low class to mess up the vibe that you have going on
0: yeah
1: um so that's that's my personal opinion
0: i mean i i I could see people turn over in the grave you know the Mm -hmm. harvard party school Mm -hmm. you know we let all the, the brothers come in and we, we, <laughs> we, we paid them a million dollars each and, and just car accident after car accident. <sighs> and, and again, I don't like to demonize my entire people. Like our, our people, mm. we doing the best we can out here, but yes you can stop. I, I personally enjoy going in certain, in certain areas mm-hmm. where it's not a lot of us, mainly because
2: mm-hmm.
0: they treat you like the token. Yeah, But for me, it gives me insight and gives me exposure to Mm -hmm. how other people live and how Mm -hmm. normal their life is Mm -hmm. in certain environments. Like, yeah, I had my my yacht. No, I don't know. Like, it just ran out of gas (laughs) out of nowhere. What are you talking about, Brad? Like, you know, in 30,000 gallons and we just just got a refill. We called a helicopter. And I'm like, Brad. How how are you talking like that? That's like it's normal. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely intrigued by environments like that where mm-hmm. it's just not a lot of us there. And so, yeah, when I, when I hear about you know people like yourself going to the Ivy League or mm-hmm. going to environments where it's just you're going from Atlanta to Rhode Island,
2: mm-hmm.
0: obviously the culture shock. You know, the the population. You know, mm-hmm. demographic might be somewhat different, what have you. Mm-hmm. I was raised up upstate New York myself. Gotcha. Um. So I was raised. I went to a school that had seven black kids. Two mm-hmm. of them it was me and my sister. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, raised in environments where it's just not. It's not a lot of us. And mm-hmm. Due to the military, being raised in the military, mm-hmm. you get that exposure to different environments. And of course, now I'm in the Air Force, mm-hmm. where living in Alaska, like it's just different up there. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to explain. Living in the Middle East, it's mm-hmm. different. It's mm-hmm. it's not wrong. It's not right. It's different. So yeah. Um. But yeah hoopin'. how did you get started with basketball Well, where'd that love of basketball come
3: from
1: well i started when i was like four years old but my dad he was big just on like finding the thing that i would be passionate about and then just going full send into it so mm-hmm. like until i was 10 i did pretty much everything like i played basketball i danced i did theater i <laughs> did piano violin art soccer tennis you name it I'd probably have done it Mm -hmm. and then um when I turned 10 he was like so which one what do you want to do of all the things I've introduced you to and basketball just always stuck with me Mm -hmm. um so then we just went full send into it training um just like preparing me and then making sure that my grades were good um, because, you know, you want to be able to go anywhere. You don't want yeah. someone to be like, oh, you're a great basketball player, but you have a 1.8. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, like, it
3: is. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. exactly. Yeah. So um, that was pretty much like my upbringing. Um, and it wasn't until probably college that I started to branch out and um, kind of discover other things besides basketball.
0: Okay, gotcha. you. That's interesting. I mean, again, I, we were talking a little bit before this mm-hmm. about how, like, I see a lot of my upbringing in the way you mm-hmm. speak about your life and your experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was also in a, you're going to band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played saxophone, piano. Like, mm-hmm. well, my dad was a pastor, and so we we're going mm-hmm. to instruments. All yeah. these niche, you know, areas. Like, we're going to mm-hmm. read these type of books and what have mm-hmm. you, to where you, you kind of get a well rounded. And I think that's why I kind of pegged you as like this. She seems so objective. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just because of you know you're just. Maybe it is. Maybe you're just such a unique mind. Mm -hmm. But also, I I think your parents have a lot to do with it. Oh, for sure. I think my parents have a lot to do with Mm -hmm. it as far as just raising you in so so many diverse environments Mm -hmm. where playing violin, you're going to meet a different type of person who's sitting next to you in a violin class or a violin, you know, goings on. Mm -hmm. Um, can, Can you speak to that at all as far as, you know, different environments that you've been in and experienced different type of people?
3: I'm...
1: I mean, so, I mean, I was born in Atlanta and then we moved to San Francisco when I was like Mm. three-ish. And they put me like in private school. I went to actually a Jewish school first because it was really close to my house. So I was the only black person in that building pretty much (laughs) for like five years. (laughs) But it was so, it was so normal. Like nobody, because I was, I mean, we're all kids. So nobody's going to like be prejudiced towards you yet. Um, So it was like. That was probably like my best experience just with people in general. Like I never felt um, I never felt out like an outcast, even though I was like I'm Christian and black Mm -hmm. and I'm at a Jewish school. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) then fifth grade, I transferred to a Catholic school in um, Menlo Park, California. And so Menlo Mm -hmm. Park, Atherton, that those are probably like probably one of the wealthiest uh, like zip codes in America yeah. that's where it's, it's nearby Google Instagram yeah. um, and some of the parents of the kids I went to school with I mean they were billionaire millionaire making seven eight figures a year and my parents um my dad's a chef and my mom's a nurse so completely different (laughs) um and I was very much an outcast and I it was it was obvious that I was the outcast you know Mm -hmm. um and so that experience kind of showed me what it was like to be around people that are insanely wealthy um and I didn't like it But my parents kind of knew that she doesn't, they knew I didn't like it, but they were like, this is good for you. You need this exposure. And then for high school, I moved back to Georgia because I mean, it's a much better state in terms of like where private trainers are for basketball. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more competitive in California. It's just literally a bunch of white girls and (laughs) that's not going to prepare me for anything. Um, So the culture shock was actually being around black people and actually seeing successful black people. I mean, um, entertainment industry doesn't paint us in the best light in my opinion Mm -hmm. it doesn't paint us in an objective light like we only see the rappers basketball players and you know musicians um and i felt like this was the first time i lived in a neighborhood where there's black people living in nice homes driving nice cars just being regular um and i think that also it makes it feel attainable whereas the parents i went to or the kids i went to school with like that didn't seem attainable for me because i'm like look at where i'm coming from like how do i get from where I am to where they are. Um, mm-hmm. But then being around black people who are also successful, I'm like, oh, this is very much attainable for me. And yeah. it's not something that's so far away. There's people who look like me who are doing really, really well. Um, and so I think that like, that's one of the reasons why I think I'll probably end up staying in Atlanta with all the problems yeah. here. I'll probably stay because I'm like, you know, this is the circle that I feel like I, f- I fit in here. You know?
3: Mm-hmm. And um, so that was
1: just
0: a little bit about my upbringing. Okay. When I think about Atlanta, first of all, there's so many directors that I can go in with, with mm-hmm. what you just uh, said. Mm-hmm. But I mean, from, from the dating issues I hear about Atlanta, I, I study women's content. And so I, yeah. I dive into it, try to understand mm-hmm. the woman's mind and her experiences mm-hmm. and how it correlates to reality. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, so there's something missing there, like mm-hmm. pretty privilege mm-hmm. or there's a gap there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, men mm-hmm. don't have that privilege either. But mm-hmm. like I start connecting dots. in it. so I, mm-hmm. I I watch a lot of Get Ready With Me. Um, okay. And mm-hmm. just makeup stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. it. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. not for me, but the content, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had issue with like Tyler Perry's movies because he has a lot of those type of <laughs> archetypes of like, yeah, the mom's an architect, the dad's an astronaut or something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't seem to relate. That's a culture shock for me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I, when I go to the hood, I'm I'm trying to get a haircut, I'm trying to get mm-hmm. some soul food, I'm mm-hmm. trying to hoop a little bit, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna go to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's what I grew up seeing. is just church. Mm-hmm uh nigga everywhere like you just mm-hmm. my, my people yeah I've never seen a high end like e- even when I went to Atlanta like mm-hmm. I stayed right in the middle of the city and like I, I'm mm-hmm. not even when I went to LA I went to mm-hmm. Beverly Hills like I'm mm-hmm. comfortable around white people to, to keep it yeah. a buck. I'm yeah. more comfortable around them mm-hmm. than I'm my own people. So when I go to the hood it's just a hoop like it's mm-hmm. for one of three reasons.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
0: I, I can definitely relate to the culture shock of coming back around my own people mm-hmm. and like just seeing how I I I missed it. Like mm-hmm. especially being in the Air Force and mm-hmm. being all over the country. You go from DC. My first base was the Pentagon and Andrews Air Force Base in DC, mm. and then they go. From, I go from there to the middle of nowhere in Alaska, a small mm. little Space Force base that nobody mm. knows about. Even people in the military don't know about it. Oh wow! And, and, and you're surrounded by trees.
3: Mm. And I'm like,
0: all right, this is culture shock now because I've yeah. been in DC for four years. Mm-hmm. I go from there to New Mexico, and I'm like, who lives in New Mexico, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, why are y'all out here, bro? Go <laughs> go to somebody's <laughs> coast. And Like, so I'm here now, and then going mm-hmm. to Florida and being around. The, the rich yuppies and they're like mm-hmm. there's yacht, there's more yachts than cars bro why why, why do I have so many yachts bro it's just I mean they
1: are on the ocean
3: they are on the tracks. ocean yeah i well, don't blame
0: them when you think about this should be more toyotas than stream uh, no center consoles just <laughs> they're everywhere i'm like y'all, y'all live down here mm-hmm. even during covid i went to key west mm-hmm. and you we just see how they're living normally like mm-hmm. it's like florida didn't even realize there was you know that this Coronavirus or anything, like mm-hmm. everybody was just going about their business. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just hopping my boat, go to this island over here, where <laughs> you know, I, I have my peace, and uh, it's just it's different. So mm-hmm. I can definitely relate to a lot of those points you made. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite team? I know you mentioned the Warriors. Um, being, I guess you grew up around them. Mm-hmm. Is, is that your favorite team out there?
1: Huge Warriors fan. Oh first best, first NBA game I ever went to, it was a Warriors game. My parents surprised me because they have um, this trains. This train system is called BART. Um, so they mm-hmm. took me on um, BART to Oracle Arena. That was the one in, in Oakland. Um, and so I was like confused. I was like, "Where are we going?" <laughs> and then we get there's like a a station like right near Oracle and then we get off and I see it, and I'm like cheer I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> so yeah I've been a huge huge fan for years and years and years it sucks because I left in 2015 right when they won their first championship so yeah. I'm like I'm upset that I can't experience their success <laughs> like with yeah. them but I'm like yeah. I'm
0: cheering from the side don't worry I'm cheering and the worst part is like you're in Atlanta while they're mm. winning so you can't even claim them properly. They're like, "Bro, you're a bandwagon." Everybody man. thinks
1: I'm a bandwagon. Everybody <laughs> thinks I'm a bandwagon. And I'm like, "I promise you, I have like <laughs> pictures of myself like as a little kid in Warriors jerseys. Like I'm I pulled them out. I have I'm like I have receipts. I've been a real fan yeah. forever."
0: Let's see. Mm. Is, is Steph your favorite player or did, did yes. you have a favorite player? Well,
1: so Steph is like a player. I have like my favorite player is Kevin Durant. It's okay. it's always been um, mm-hmm. But Steph is like somebody that I like watch and I, I really enjoy watching because I like to pick apart his game. Um, not just like the shooting from half court, but just like the little yeah. things that he's doing when you're not paying attention to him.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I watched one of your TikToks where you, you were kind of in defense of Kevin and I'm like, I don't know about that, man. Like Kevin been acting a fool these last couple of years. He, all these- okay,
1: so in my defense, this was before
0: <laughs> he tried to force a trade from Brooklyn because, because oh. I feel
1: like... I feel like him going to the Warriors. I was—I mean, I'm a Warriors fan. So of course. I'm—I'm mm-hmm. I'm super biased. Not this is right. not objective at all. I was like, right. come on, <laughs> come on.
3: <laughs> um,
1: but I think that he is critiqued really hard because I think we assume that people who have his amount of skill are supposed to be are supposed to have a certain personality type, mm-hmm. and he does not have that personality type. And I yeah. think that we kind of, sort of, can respect it. Like he's like, I'm not gonna be. Uh, the top person if I'm not winning I'm going to leave if it's not working for me I'm going to go where I know I'm going to win and I kind of have respect for it because like if you knew you were going to get paid a lot more at a different job you would dip no facts, questions asked. Facts, the only facts. difference is that there's so much scrutiny and everyone wants him to do what is morally right. What do you mean, what's morally <laughs> right? He wants a championship. The Warriors went 73 and nine last year. That's yeah. the easiest place for him to get it. Why would he go where he has to break his back and, <laughs> and, and do all this work where he could get two easy championships? And they weren't necessarily that easy. Like, he still had to perform and he was the best mm. player on that team. So facts. I think that, like, people need to put a little bit more respect on his name while also like acknowledging that, like, not not everybody's Kobe. Not everybody's LeBron. Not everybody's Michael Jordan. They're not, you know, like, I don't want to say he's not a workhorse, but he's not going to be, like, top dog alpha, like, personality. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just who he is, and I and I have a lot of respect for it.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up Kobe, because I'm like, that. that's, when I think of a, an all-star, mm-hmm. superstar, nba player who Mm. starts from nothing and builds their reputation Mm. that's what i think about as far as kobe's concerned that's why Mm. he's my favorite player of all time he's Mm. my goat and Mm. it's not objective whatsoever i don't have any stats to back it up outside (laughs) his five rings Uh um the mama mentality is not Mm. quantifiable but you know (laughs) when you see it you know Mm -hmm. yeah he's Giannis is on 10 with it Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but when when i think about my own personal behavior this is where i become a hypocrite because Mm -hmm. if i go to first of all la fitness is like the worst brand of basketball, mm-hmm. everyone's Steph Curry in there, mm-hmm. and it Literally. doesn't help that the line is like ten feet from the rim. So mm-hmm. everybody in there just chucking nonstop, mm-hmm. and I'm going there. I'm trying to get my assist. You know, I'm trying yeah. to fill up the box score, what have you. Mm-hmm. But it, when you think about like, if I go in and I, I get there early enough to, mm-hmm. to stack my team, I'm mm-hmm. trying to stack my team,
3: and right? everyone in
0: there is like right? trying to stay on the floor the entire time. Mm-hmm. But then all those hoopers, we go to Twitter immediately. We see Kevin Durant. Doing the same exact thing we do, except he's getting mm-hmm. paid millions to do it. I'm like, of course I would love to hoop all day and mm-hmm. get paid millions and mm-hmm. win at the same time. Yeah, because I hate losing. I'm mm-hmm. I'm hyper competitive. Mm-hmm. So if I lose one game at LA Fitness, I'm done. I'm walking out. I'm like, bro, oh, wow, this team was stacked, bro. Mm-hmm. And we, we we y'all y'all was chucking, bro. I had like mm-hmm. three straight 3 you Y'all ain't feed your boy. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I lose sleep over type of stuff. So I mm-hmm. I don't critique him too much. Mm-hmm. But then when Draymond Green comes in and says, well, people are getting mad that NBA players are becoming, you know. Businessman, mm. I'm like, well, what kind of businessman opts out of a contract one year in? I'm like, we, we can't have both.
1: I agree with you. I'm not a huge fan of the whole forcing a trade, mm-hmm. um, thing just because it's like. You, a, you don't have to sign a long contract. You don't have to sign extensions. Yeah. Right. Like and you have your agents and your lawyers and people around you who are advising you. Um, so if you're not certain that this is where I want to be, you are in control you know mm-hmm. um especially when you're Kevin Durant you're always right. in, you're always in control you always have bargaining power right. so now that he's like attempting to force this trade i'm like kevin i had your back but now <laughs> we're just causing <laughs> chaos for the sake of yeah. um and i am not really a fan of that also like I, I i think i don't like steve nash as a coach i can't I lie
0: coach he just sits there
1: like- yeah <laughs> as <him>. a, just <laughs> li- literally just keeping the seat warm um <laughs> I'm not really a fan of him. So I understand maybe Kevin's frustration in that regard. And then just how things mm-hmm. played out in Brooklyn. But at the same time, like you knew Kyrie was weird. We all knew he was a little bit like inconsistent yeah. and different. I mean, um, we the
0: in, in yeah. stuff, whatever he's on. He, he's different.
1: He is very different and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like he's authentically himself, but you know, as far as like, you know, choosing him as, I mean, your teammate is your business partner. I probably wouldn't want to partner with Kyrie if I'm being honest. Um, And then what he pulled with LeBron, too. Like, (laughs) she's like, "Uh, is he really? Are you sure that's who you want to pair up with? Um, And then James Harden has been he's been like a drama queen as well. I'm like, and obviously they have that history playing Mm -hmm. with each other in OKC, but that history was not wasn't even enough this time around. So I think that like you knew the risk you were taking and trying to create the super team um, with the Nets. So now you're upset that it didn't work, but you also left a really, really good place to do that yeah. you know so like, i i don't have as much sympathy that's why i haven't said anything about it i'm like <laughs> like you're doing way too much right now for me
0: yeah just i mean and like i'm I'm about to get out of the military but mm-hmm. i don't have the options to just you know what i know i signed a six-year contract
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I, i'm just going to dip tomorrow i'm like mm-hmm. bro, you're gonna be in somebody's prison bro? like yeah most people don't have the luxuries and of course there's 400 jobs in the nba you know Mm -hmm. as far as players are concerned Mm -hmm. so of course they have some certain luxuries that the rest of us don't have Mm -hmm. but when i hear like the preaching down of like "Bro, i didn't have help i'm like "Bro, bro, you signed the contract bro. like exactly your your agent does your bidding you tell Mm -hmm. them what to go get Mm -hmm. if they can't get it they go where they can find it Mm
2: -hmm. their job
0: is to get a yes Mm
2: -hmm. like
0: they hear a no all right their job begins Mm -hmm. so i i don't have a lot of sympathy um and of course, that this segues directly into uh my, my team, Lakers, mm-hmm. um, because w- we're struggling right now. Ever since LeBron came in with his foolishness, he brought toilet paper and just just threw it everywhere. I'm mm-hmm. like, Brett, Kobe is rolling over in his grave while you literally just, you just making a mess. And of course, I love some Russell Westbrook. He's between oh, you him, love Giannis, him, love him. him really, and Giannis are okay. two of my favorite players post Kobe mm-hmm. that okay. just kind of that they play with that vigor, wrong mm-hmm. or right, miss mm-hmm. or you no. Know, Giannis is getting better and better every single year. Mm-hmm. Russ is kind of tapering off, mm-hmm. um, and tapering off is an understatement. Um, based yeah. on what I, I've seen as a fan of Russ, mm-hmm. it's just not good. His numbers don't completely bear this out. You know, he led the league in you know turnovers, what have you.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I, I, I can't completely blame him mm-hmm. because if I don't know how people can watch his tape, watch him mm-hmm. play year after year, and say, yeah, ball dominant guard, put him with ball dominant forward and then a bunch of old players. And then the youngins, ain't nobody heard of them. Like these youngins, yeah. Leek Monk and, and youngin that was there, they signed him to some good money. I'm like, I don't know who thought this was gonna work. We all saw this, all the commentators mm-hmm. saw this going into the season, mm-hmm. but of course, and I'm not sure if it was satire or not, I came across your content where, where you were, you know, kind of defending Russ and said it was LeBron's fault. Please <laughs> expound upon that. Um, uh, okay, so a, <laughs> I'm need, not a- We need that rhetoric out there.
1: I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan. Same, um, I'm not I I respect his tenacity like you were describing mm. however from like if I were to start a team I absolutely would not pick Russell Westbrook as my point guard at all just so in, in terms of like the the basketball I like to play he just doesn't fit mm. that so and the same thing with Giannis like I think he's a great player but he just doesn't fit the style of basketball that I enjoy watching you know what I'm saying mm. but LeBron kind of created that team. Like everywhere X. he goes, he brings his clutch sports mafia because that's what they are.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> they come syndicate. Just send people away,
1: <laughs> make all mm. these decisions, bring his buddies, and his buddies are now they're like 30, 40 years old now. You're not young anymore. You're bringing right. you're bringing ancient people then you brought X. in um, Anthony Davis <clears> who's <throat> never healthy. Never old. healthy. And like and then you brought Russell and Russell doesn't fit. He just does not fit. Like, yeah. you're just putting random all-stars on a team and then being like, okay, this should work. That's not yeah. how things work. Um, And I think that, like, the other thing that LeBron does a really, really good job of, he controls the narrative really, really well. As I'm not yeah. surprised that Russell is getting scapegoated right now because LeBron is never – LeBron will never be the problem. They can never – they'll never point to him and be like, you're the problem. No, because he, he has, like – Half of the NBA media, like, pretty much, I don't want to say on his meat, but pretty they pretty much are. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if real. he was, you know, giving out favors and, and <laughs> stuff like that behind the scenes. Because yeah. it's, it's almost bizarre. Because they all want um, to interview
0: him. No, pretty no one's seen LeBron on anybody's interview. They're, they're all trying to get him. So, I'm like, don't mm-hmm. cross him. That's the- it- so we gotta wait till your tires at least. The only kind of like person Tom Brady who, or something.
1: The only one who doesn't care is Skip. He he gives no fucks about LeBron <laughs> at all.
0: <laughs> but like Skip is the most biased person in the media. It's just nonstop slander and 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 again I'm not disagreeing with Skip on mm-hmm. LeBron because mm-hmm. I can't stand LeBron. Like Brad, mm-hmm. go to I don't care where you go, but don't come to my city after kobe laid all this foundation and then try mm-hmm. to build your little shack on top of it
3: mm-hmm. i'm
0: like bro it, it's unacceptable bro like it i did not want to wear purple and gold and build your mm-hmm. empire out there but I, I just can't stand the tomfoolery of like just the foolishness mm-hmm. of bringing all this drama like I, mm-hmm. I i'd rather us be a barely 500 team mm-hmm. barely trying to make the play in with a bunch of young talent that we can mm-hmm. actually build something mm-hmm. we get a young talent like like, like a ingram or somebody mm-hmm. you know a, a poor man's kevin durant mm-hmm. and we just follow him to the Tenth seed or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, like LeBron out here making a mess. Before,
1: um, when it was like Lonzo Ingram, Mm -hmm. who else was it? Kuzma. Like you could see the vision, right? Like you could see, like, okay, this is a nice core. Mm -hmm. Like once they get it together, like you can see them maybe being middle of the pack. I don't know about being the top of the West Western Conference because it's super competitive. Yeah, but like you can see what they're trying to do when LeBron comes places, like you either they're comp- really competitive or you're just like what is going on like what is happening <laughs> and that's like that's like one of the reasons why you don't want a player to dictate and yeah. make decisions that GMs are supposed to be making and, and that's what he does and it's it's too much in my opinion. And and then he's going to get, what's his name? Bronny, wherever Bronny gets drafted, he's going to go over there, cause a shit show over there. It's just like, this is literally too much. Like it's, it's frustrating. And you can clearly see that he is like, he's been chasing Michael Jordan for a very long time. I actually don't Mm -hmm. think he should be in that conversation. I think he's forced his way into that conversation. And he just does all these things. And it's, we all know why he's doing it. It's just, it's to become like the goat. Um, and it's frustrating because it's like, I just, want, I just want to see good basketball. And right now you're kind of like, you're kind of just fucking everything up. <laughs>
0: facts. Facts. I mean, it's nonstop. I mean, I think the, the purpose of a GM is to control the destiny of a team mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. decades, not mm-hmm. for this season. And yeah. a lot of them are trying to win now. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're just selling assets and selling mm-hmm. you know, draft picks that they're trying to win now. Mm-hmm. But players, they're also trying to just win now. And they, have, mm-hmm. they don't care about after they retire like, I'm sure that they would wish that their team or teams, you know, are, are somewhat successful. They, they get their you know, jersey retired, get some season mm-hmm. tickets, whatever, mm-hmm. or maybe get a job in the front office. Mm-hmm. But a GM's job is like, bro, first of all, I got to keep my job my, myself, which means yes. the team needs to be somewhat successful or trending in mm-hmm. the right direction. Mm-hmm. And so to have a Kevin Durant come in, sign a four-year contract, leave at the first one, and then blow up someone else's team because you got to trade their whole core to get Kevin mm-hmm. Durant. And then you're mm-hmm. left with pennies on the dollar. Like, it, it's, just, it's just nonstop where this player empowerment has gotten mm-hmm. to a point where contracts don't mean anything now. Mm-hmm. It's just, I will play until I'm I'm busy or, you know, Ben Simmons come in and he has the mental health issues. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm all for mental health, you know, mm-hmm. awareness and people addressing those type of things. Mm-hmm. But good Lord, there seems to be no type of etiquette. There's no type of protocols, no type Not of at all. You know, rules of engagement. Everyone's mm-hmm. just doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And the team, and nobody's feeling bad for these billion dollar teams, you mm-hmm. know, Nobody cares about that. Mm-hmm. In terms of right or wrong, that the morality mm-hmm. piece, which in today's age is somewhat subjective, mm-hmm. I don't see how player empowerment's—it's not helping the league. The, the ratings Mm-mm. are down. Um, It's—it's it's not like we're trending. Like the NFL is just off the charts because there's urgency, there, there's excitement. Yeah. Even in mm-hmm. an off season, every every little thing, Baker Mayfield, every little thing is mm-hmm. is grabbing attention because people mm-hmm. are excited about 17 games. Mm-hmm. Whereas the NBA, Anthony Davis is making through maybe. 50 games. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant played 90 games over over the, the what three hundred thousand dollars or three hundred million dollars that he's gotten from the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nets. Like he's played 90 games. Chris Paul's on his last leg, but somehow mm-hmm. he's it's just nonstop. It's, it's and this is why people love Golden State so much is that mm-hmm. they just they're just doing basic stuff. We're gonna draft yes. somebody. We're gonna mm-hmm. teach them how to play the game. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pair them with our young or with our older core. We're yeah, mentor them. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna continue trending in the right direction and we're gonna win. Exactly. And winning is what people care about in terms especially mm. in terms of legacy. Mm. And you see a lot of the other teams just kind of floundering trying to get stuff quick and cutting corners. I'm like yes. this is why yes. y'all not relevant. And this is why mm. y'all always on the news mm. and it's never about winning.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you you articulated that perfectly. Um because the NBA is starting to get to the point where like It's just becoming a little bit ridiculous you know um and i can see because i've seen a couple tiktoks where they've mentioned that like whenever the next cba negotiation is there might be a lockout because i'm i'm sure owners are are very very frustrated and and rightfully so because it's just like like what why what are we (laughs) doing right now like you can't just do whatever you want to do like we get that you're you know making money and like you know you spoke about humility humility earlier and that's like what's missing with a lot of mm-hmm. these players because i think they they look at themselves as if they are almost god like they control their yeah. destiny and and all of that stuff but it's like you know there needs to be some sort of structure and and hopefully soon because like it's it, it's starting to get to the point where it's like every year a a, a new superstar is on a new team because they didn't like yeah. that team and, and all that stuff like whatever happened like let's see if we can figure this out like it, it's it's frustrating
0: yeah and I'm, I mean I, I'm a hypocrite because again the LA fitness mm-hmm. analogy but yeah you, it's just it's getting to a point where it, it, contracts are meaningless and uh, mm-hmm. we're going to get off sports in a second but
2: mm-hmm.
0: I always like to ramp into the, the more controversial yeah. stuff yeah, I mean, yeah, this yeah. is where we're probably both comfortable with talking about um, shout out to friends giving in the chat I'm a very avid supporter um, but yeah so, well one last question on the Warriors mm-hmm. do you think Steph is in the top 10 all time
1: I'm gonna go with if he's not there yet, he will be there after their next championship. Honestly, I think he might be in there right now. It's hard because I really don't even have like a top ten, like Mm. because there's just so many really, really great players who played and are playing right now. Um, But I think I think after this last finals performance, like I think we can say that he's top ten because it was him, and and considering what the Warriors team was made up out of which was like the the rejects and a <laughs> bunch of G League <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: a bunch of G League two-way players yeah. um I think that like we have to res- we have to put some respect on his name because there's never been a team that was so like so I don't want to say because they were talented but like you just wouldn't think like Andrew Wiggins like people were disrespecting that man
0: Yo, Just a they, couple years ago, violating, on God. violating
1: yeah. him, and that's who that's who Steph Curry was leading to a championship against of a Celtics team that, in my opinion, was better on paper. So I feel like, and the numbers he put up, oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And they they literally couldn't they couldn't do anything against him. So I I would put him top ten. But if he's top ten, he's like
0: at ten. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> the biggest argument for Steph to be top 10, obviously you got to take somebody out of the top 10 and everyone's mm-hmm. going to have these varied you know, numbers, what have you. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling to put him in top 10. If anything, he's, as you said, he's 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing the way he performed against Boston after Kevin Durant got s- swept mm-hmm. in the first round mm-hmm. and then Giannis got sent home. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's, it's hard. To, I mean, to see Steph just have his way. And it mm-hmm. wasn't, he was like dropping 30, 40 every single night, mm-hmm. but he was still getting, he was getting his bucket. He was feeding mm-hmm. his family with it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that that alone kind of... He, I have him definitely above Kevin Durant because mm-hmm. Kevin Durant don't got... He had go-to-state training wheels, right? You can't get no yeah. love for that, right? You, yeah. you gotta win at least yeah. one by yourself. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Some Dusty's, you know, with you, what have you. So um, that, That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Segue into something a little bit more controversial. Okay, it's gonna okay. ramp up slowly. Okay. Um, do you watch WNBA games? I do. Um,
1: I used to watch them a lot more when I was younger um, mm-hmm. and, like, probably like high school and then I've been to a couple dream Atlanta dream games Mm -hmm. um but recently I'm just when it comes to watching tv almost Mm -hmm. zero interest like I hate watching tv I hate commercials that's one of the things Mm -hmm. like I I watch the NBA a lot like not not nearly as much as I used to so it's kind Mm -hmm. of like a slow decrease for me like I don't know what they need to do to get me back on on board but I just can't do mm. it with the commercials I have no patience like that's yeah. that's really my biggest my, my biggest thing
0: absolutely I I mm. do you have a favorite uh, uh well you mentioned the land dream but do you have a favorite mm. WNBA team or WNBA player
1: I don't have a favorite team but the person I grew up really really enjoying watching was Candace Parker mm. um yeah I would say Candace Parker
0: Got you. Got you. And this is where, for, for me, it, it's not, it shouldn't be controversial. It's just a discussion. But mm-hmm. when it comes to WNBA equal pay, um, the, the analogy I usually use is OnlyFans. I'm like, all right, okay. if I went on OnlyFans and started trying to take pictures of my feet mm-hmm. and, and, Taking pictures facing the camera, and my, mm-hmm. my rear end is all propped mm-hmm. up and what have you. Um, <laughs> I would get banned from the site. No yeah. one's buying that. No, nobody mm-hmm. wants that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do, it's not my type of clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different demographic that will be trying to buy it, and it wouldn't mm-hmm. be the mass audience at large. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at the equal pay thing, um, do you have any thoughts on equal pay between the WNBA versus the NBA? Mm-hmm. Um, Using the analogy of men trying to make the same amount of money on OnlyFans mm-hmm. versus women making money on OnlyFans.
1: Uh So with the equal pay in the WNBA, I think the the argument was getting very clouded because I think people were thinking that they want to be paid the same amount as NBA players. It's not possible. The WNBA doesn't profit. They don't make a profit Mm -hmm. at all. Um, They've been existing. Kind of in the negatives since it's yeah. begun, um, but what they did want was equal pay of the tickets of the ticket sales. So mm-hmm. there's a certain percentage that every NBA player gets of ticket sales, and the WNBA, WNBA players weren't getting any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, just the conditions that they're in, as far as travel, where they're staying, stuff of that stuff like that, it's very difficult. Um, And then they also have the option of playing overseas and making six Mm -hmm. figures, seven figures. So I think that it was more along the lines of like, okay, like, can we at least get this? Like we're making $60,000. Like, what is this? And you want us to stay here. I can go to France and make a hundred or $200,000. And so I think that's where the frustration was, but I just don't think it was being communicated properly because like, there's not a reality where WNBA players are going to make nearly as much as NBA players. There's not the same fan base.
3: Mm-hmm. So I think,
1: I think that's what it was. Um, but yeah, like I know that that one is a little bit more controversial, but especially when the Joe Schmoes are like, I can be the WNBA player. I'm like, please don't be
0: disrespectful. Please don't be disrespectful. Uh, that, that might be me talking about Joe Schmo Cause listen, <laughs> I, I, I might go. So I, I've been fat my entire life. Okay. And only until 2014, I lost like mm-hmm. around 100 pounds. I joined oh, wow. the Air Force okay. and I've been around mm-hmm. 200 pounds most of my life. Then okay. I've recently ballooned, which is a mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're trending back in the right direction. Anyway. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. At my heaviest, the, wor- the only thing I could do was shoot.
2: Mm-hmm. And so.
0: People look at Steph Curry I'm like, bro, you've seen Steph Curry, bro.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Look at me at the same light when you look at Steph Curry because I, mm-hmm. I'm him. Mm-hmm. People didn't believe it. And again, <laughs> I'm nowhere near him in the uh-huh. stratosphere, nowhere close. Mm-hmm. But at LA Fitness, I am God. You understand? Uh-huh. Of course, of course. <laughs> so, like, when I look at my skill set, I'm like, bro, I could play in that WNBA, bro. I, I put throw on a wig and Leah mm-hmm. Thomas numbers. Mm-hmm. I go in there mm-hmm. and start going off. Um, and of course, it, it's. I, I couldn't make it two laps down the, mm. I'll be breathing hard, you know. Mm. But, yeah, the, the, I'm sure there's a lot of men that just believe, you know, all I got to do is throw on a wig and I go out there and drop 30 every single night and make 60 grand a year. And mm-hmm. it, it's the issue that I, I often hear is like, all right, so at the NBA, you know, the players are making 50% of, you know, all the revenue coming in mm-hmm. and then the WNBA is making 50% and, and the WNBA being subsidized by the NBA, mm-hmm. like they're not profitable whatsoever. Mm-hmm. At what point do you start being grateful and realizing, all right, if I have all this, I, I get to play a game for, for a living. And of course, mm-hmm. I'm not making million. Like the, mo- 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 the amount of money that professional male you know, sports athletes are making, it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like they yeah. gave Kyle Murray a 253 160 guarantee. Wow. I'm like, bro, good lord, bro. Wow. Like that, that's just ridiculous. So mm-hmm. you can imagine that if the WBA said, bro, you know what? We'll take one player's salary, Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. Since you don't want to play, well, Ben Simmons, we'll take their salaries and mm-hmm. give all their salaries mm-hmm. to the WNBA. That would improve. That would improve a lot of people's pay. Yeah, <laughs> some people making a hundred thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. and now they're making a mil or or five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. But of course, who wants to do that? Like, if I asked you yeah. for, you got twenty dollars. I'm sure in Atlanta, you pass by people on the corners begging for mm-hmm. money, and you know mm-hmm. I do too. Even in New Mexico,
2: mm-hmm. where
0: there's something with like if people ask me for food or water, the answer is yes. If mm-hmm. you ask me for money, that's where I get to say no. Because I I had to make a binary. I had to figure out yeah. a way to get around this without feeling guilty nonstop. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I'm not sure the NBA players are just sitting around talking about, bro, there's 400 jobs. I had to bust my ass mm-hmm. to get for, one of 400 spots in this in this league mm-hmm. just to get my money away.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I
0: can see that point, whereas I can also see that WNBA, I'm like, bro, we're doing the same work. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I don't agree with the pay gap. I believe that's mm-hmm. decision. Like you, you said earlier in the stream that you don't have any interest in STEM. Mm-hmm. But there are people decrying like, "Why aren't there not more women in STEM?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, at least this woman—if you try to make her go into STEM, she doesn't want to do it." Yeah, so we're trying to force outcomes to be the same when people mm-hmm. are telling you, "I don't want to dig a coal mine mm-hmm. just to get more female numbers in here." Like, people don't yeah. want to do that. So, mm-hmm. I-, I can see both sides, and it's unfortunate because I would love to get, tap into those those millions myself. And like, mm-hmm. I'm six two, two fifty. I can move some people. I can play mm-hmm. NFL, but uh, obviously. There's a lot of people it's, it's just the whole thing
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but yeah in light of the WNBA in general um what are your thoughts on Brittany Griner going obviously you know she's kind of <sighs> taking some l's over there and you know she's bad. been locked up <sighs> i feel so bad a million for her. a year too a million a year in russia
1: <sighs> i feel i feel so bad for her like i really don't even i i just feel bad because like all she wants to do is hoop and make a living. And now <laughs> the girl is in a Russian prison. I don't even know what that's like,
3: yeah. you know?
1: And it's just, I, I really just, I sympathize with her because it's just like, this is not how anybody would ever imagine their life going. And as somebody who has once dreamed of playing professional women's basketball, like now you have to mm-hmm. consider like, okay, if we're going to go somewhere, you can't just think like price tag. You also have to think like, say something happens, and, you know, mm-hmm. there's already been the coronavirus so say something happens and you're stuck in another country you know what what do you what do you do yeah. is there a way to escape um and who are they who are they asking for in return some arms dealer yeah i'm like yeah. i just feel the, bad i, I really don't know what can be done on other than them mm. giving up that person but it's just like
0: <laughs> lord yeah. have mercy yeah, it, it, it's a interesting. So I, I was, I was, as long as this been going on, I've been thinking mm-hmm. about like, should I address this at all?
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: I typically, when, when it comes to like uh, abortion topics or, mm-hmm. or you know women's dominated topics, mm-hmm. I tend to bring on a woman to talk and let her do talking first, and then yeah. I just ask her questions. Yeah, because it, it kind of first of all it shields me from cancellation. I'm like bro, I was just asking questions, she Fair. said it, right. Fair, but uh, yeah, I, it, it's just. Out of all, because we saw the example of the uh, Leangelo Ball when mm-hmm. he was over in China acting a fool, mm-hmm. stealing stuff, yeah. and Trump stepped in, brought him back, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there was little to no consequences outside of his NBA career that was just mm-hmm. cut short, yeah. If at all, like he's mm-hmm. still trying to fight to get a G League spot, like mm-hmm. he, he's just mm-hmm. getting crumbs at this point. Mm-hmm. You see the consequences he's dealing with because of his actions. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Whelan, he's been over in Russia for. Some years now at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's been accused of spying, what have you, and mm-hmm. it, it's the whole thing. And the crimes are are different in different countries. Mm-hmm. My my issue was, yo, she's been going over there for a minute now. She's making a mm-hmm. million dollars a year in Russia, hooping. Mm-hmm. This is not her first time going there. Mm-hmm. At some point you're gonna learn the laws. Most mm-hmm. people have been through TSA pre-check, mm-hmm. most people have mm-hmm. been through airport security. Mm-hmm. None of us are, like, you can't have more than this amount of liquid when you go through. You better yeah. get them travel toothpastes. You, mm-hmm. If you bring a cologne, you better be in that mm-hmm. little travel thing. Mm-hmm. Most people are not new to this. And there are a mm-hmm. lot of people that are new to flying. But mm-hmm. she's not one of them. Even yeah, not the at all. WNBA, she's been traveling. and might, might be in coach. It might be in mm-hmm. economy. Mm-hmm. But she's been traveling through, you know, security mm-hmm. checks and what have you. Mm-hmm. So my issue is the lack of accountability. And she pleaded guilty. Mm-hmm. But I, I hear on both sides. I hear the conservative talking points, and I hear mm-hmm. the demo, the, you know, the liberal talking points of we, mm-hmm. we just have to free her. Steph Curry, you no, know, you no, know, we have to free her, and we stand with BG and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, she committed a crime. Yeah, there's men over there that have been over there for years. Mm-hmm. No one said anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just just leave them over there, let them rot. We don't mm-hmm. know their names. Mm-hmm. There's countless people in prisons, prisoners of war,
2: mm-hmm.
0: around the world. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Russia is you know, invading Ukraine. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But my issue is, I'm like, what makes her different than anyone else who's committed mm-hmm. a crime or is mm-hmm. accused of committing a crime that are over there who yeah. haven't pleaded guilty? When mm-hmm. she's pleaded guilty, she has a lawyer, she has re- representation. Mm-hmm. And the Russia, you know, influencers or, or the, those who are in power over there
2: mm-hmm. are saying,
0: like, Brett, she's in our law system. Like, she, mm-hmm. if, if a Russian came to our country and acted a fool mm-hmm. or if, if a terrorist came to our country and acted a fool, and their country say, like, "Hey, f- free my nigga, bro! Like mm-hmm. he ain't do he ain't do number. He just had a mm-hmm. gun in the
2: airport, bro. Mm-hmm. It's just a bomb on the plane. <laughs> why,
0: yeah, why, why, why y'all oppressing him? Is because mm-hmm. of the skin color? I'm like, it, it doesn't correlate. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. So as much as I I personally would hate to be in that situation, and mm-hmm. I can have high levels of empathy of like, bro, she's six nine in somebody's mm-hmm. jail cell. Yeah. I know it's not comfortable at all. But I, even on base, I, I was talking to a dude. He just came back to our unit. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just in jail for 90 days on mm-hmm. base. And oh, he's wow. like, bro, we can't take naps. Like, they had a nightlight that was bright as hell. Like, oh the food was dusty. The mm-hmm. cot was like concrete. And they gave us mm-hmm. like a little thin piece of foam to sleep on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well, that's a military on base mm-hmm. prison.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Three square mills, you know, had two hours of free time, uh, like watching TV or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't the worst thing in the world, but obviously he suffered under that regime. Mm-hmm. I can imagine being 6'9. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy was like six foot. Mm. He was like, this chick six nine, sleeping on whatever accommodations they got over there. I know mm-hmm. she's not comfortable. No. But then again, I, I'm not sure where we just negate all responsibility and mm-hmm. say, well, you've been going over there for a minute, you've been making all this money, hooping in this mm-hmm. country. You've gone through that airport multiple times. Mm-hmm. We make mistakes. We make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But of course, some mistakes are immediately fatal. There's some mistakes I'm not allowed to make as a man and think I'm just gonna get away with it. You yeah. talking to a 14, 15 year old, mm-hmm. sir, come with us. We got a registry for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and sign up over here, and uh, go move in the woods because you're a registered sex offender. We don't need you in our like. Mm-hmm. I-, I can't just right. It's because I'm black. Like, bro, you you did it. Yeah, you you made a mistake. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I'm not sure wh- where were you stand on that. As far as do you think she should be detained? Like 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 she is.
1: I think. Well, part of it is that because what was it? Some type of cart? Was it a cart that she had or something? I can't was remember. Like some
0: weed ha- hash or like some 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 type of read thc equivalent or something like
1: that yeah um and i think that we in this country because weed is starting to become something that is more normalized and used Mm -hmm. in such a recreational way i think that we automatically are like it's just weed it's just weed right (laughs) like what do you mean like who cares it's not she didn't have a gun she didn't have anything like that and so because of how we I, i think like as americans we feel like the world should be just like america right? And that the world is is progressing as fast as America is. Um, And that's not the case uh, in many places. And so I think that, and I, same way, am projecting my, you know, liberal American views onto a country that is not liberal at all, um, and completely, the complete opposite of America. And then on top of that, I think there's also this feeling that she is almost a political prisoner because of the timing. So mm-hmm. say like the whole Russia, Ukraine um, invasion never happened. Then I think people probably would be like, okay, now girl, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> what you doing over there?
1: Bro? Right. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like you messed it up. Your you messed this up for yourself. But I mm-hmm. think because of the, the context of why she was leaving um, and how, and, and just like the, just the kind of political atmosphere that is, russia and how we don't really know i don't really know much about russia i don't know about mm-hmm. you you might be more educated on on this type of stuff because of the military but like you know when you hear russia in prison it just sounds terrifying yeah like yeah. it just sounds like what are they doing to her are they beating her are they torturing her like what's going on to britney so i think mm-hmm. those are the things that i feel like i'm projecting onto the situation and i feel like others are projecting because like she made a mistake mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like everyone deserves some grace, especially when the punishment (laughs) is to be in a Russian prison. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's just like, oh Lord, like I feel for her and just for her family. And it's just like we just want everybody just wants her to be home because it's like I'm sure it's terrifying where she is. Like you said, I'm she I didn't even consider how tall she was and the fact that they're probably not really accommodating for her at all. She's just a regular, regular old prisoner. Um, and so to go from the high life to that, it's like, oh, Lord. Like, I, I really just hope she's, you know, doing okay, praying, doing whatever she has to do to just stay mm-hmm. stay sane, honestly, because I don't know when when this debacle is going to be over for her. But I do agree that, like, you know, people need to be, especially Black people, Um, if you're in another country, you have to be very, like, conscious about the fact that people are watching you. Um, mm-hmm. You don't have room. To, you don't even have room to make mistakes in America. So no. why would you think you have room to make mistakes in Russia? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think like there's that side of it and like whatever's happening, I feel like she's paying for, she's paying for her mistake, unfortunately.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, my closest experiences to anything, anything comparable to jail or prison mm-hmm. was basic training. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost lost it in that genre. I'm like, bruh, I can't take no naps, bruh. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't have no snacks. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no music in here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, bruh, just read that, read that book, bruh. And, and memorize the rules and memorize the, you know, the rules of engagement the command mm-hmm. chain, all these things to where just kind of trying to juxtapose that to her experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's why I, I tend to be kind of paranoid. I move very slow when I make my decisions because I mm-hmm. know nobody's coming to save a man. And again, there's countless men in those prisons over there mm-hmm. that nobody mm-hmm. knows the name of nobody's mm-hmm. making videos about nobody's championing for. There's not a single yeah. hashtag for a lot mm-hmm. of those men over there, mm-hmm. but of course, you know, this more well-known name, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it shouldn't matter in that case. I, mm-hmm. I feel like if, if we're going to champion for Americans in general, mm-hmm. then we champion for Americans in general. Yeah. But I don't see Agreed. that happening. And so Agreed. it's unfortunate for mm-hmm. anyone that's a predicament where mm-hmm. you might be accused of something you didn't do. You might be mm-hmm. accused of something you did do. She pled mm-hmm. guilty. Um, maybe she didn't have a choice whether or not you know, she wanted to go to trial yeah. and then probably get longer. But she's looking at 10 years after pleading guilty. I mean, it, well, a max of 10 years or, or so or minimum. I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly, but... Either way, it, it's an unfortunate situation. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Especially yeah. going to a foreign country, she can't even talk to nobody in there. Like she hoping there's some other Americans in there. Yeah, but you're talking about social isolation, mm-hmm. physical isolation, geographic isolation. Mm-hmm. It kind of it compounds. Yeah, and again, it's unfortunate, but uh, hopefully, it's a lesson to all the youngins mm-hmm. um, that that may watch this in the future of like just realizing some some consequences. They hit you immediately. At least yes. they got one chance. Mm-hmm. They fucked it up. Now look at us. We out yeah. here trying to date and right. like struggling with tender and going right. back and forth with foolishness. Taxes and gas is high as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, if e- I ever see him, I got a word for him. Listen, I'm like, e, you got to throw hands with. Old oh girl we're trying to see you in the alley, but You can't be doing that, but Put that food down, bro. Literally, so like, it, 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 it's a lesson to a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. realizing your consequences. Like your color of skin might be, you might be marginalized. You know, you, mm-hmm. you might think you're oppressed in this country, what have you. But we're blessed in a lot of cases, yeah. and that. As soon as, as soon as people leave this country they realize yeah i had it so much better in america mm-hmm. um with all the oppression that we might think is going on systematic oppression and like mm-hmm. everyone's out to get us and because mm-hmm. i'm black and the cops are trying to get me mm-hmm. i'm like yeah go to a different country and experience i, I lived in the middle, middle east mm-hmm. one of the most peaceful regions i've ever been in not wow. a scent of racism not, not a mm-hmm. scent and i come back to america and i, I land in dc and it's, just, it's not it's not so much the same it's mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. You know, we're a mixing bowl here, so we're mixing all these different cultures, and mm-hmm. people are just not used to seeing a black face everywhere they go. I'm 6'2", yeah. walking down the middle of a mall, mm-hmm. and everyone's looking up at me. Yeah. It's just, you go to a different country, the height standards are different, the, the mm-hmm. height averages are different, the, the people mm-hmm. are different, the languages are different. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people can learn that you know, there's a lot of geographical ignorance taking place where people just are unaware mm-hmm. of what goes on. Off the coast of Miami, like yeah. they don't know that there's other people living their entire lives in a whole different set of rules, mm-hmm. and we think through solipsism that American and this is the way Americans do it, and cowboy mm-hmm. hats and <laughs> and coffee and, uh-huh. and culture and hip hop mm-hmm. and and ha- hairy style, like it's just mm-hmm. nonstop Americanized. Like we, that's mm-hmm. all we view and exactly we look at our social media feed, and this is what life is. Our TikTok, mm-hmm. this is what life is, and then people go to a different country and realize, yeah. I took a shower today. It felt so amazing. I'm just a, one gallon of water of a shower. I feel mm-hmm. clean for the first time in months. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different. It and is. So in America, we tend to, like our, our oppression is someone else's dream. That's why people are fighting to get in not out. People right. are crossing the border, getting shot, getting arrested, getting separated mm-hmm. from their kids, just for a chance to pick cherries.
2: Mm-hmm. A chance
0: to stand in a Home Depot parking lot
2: mm-hmm. to
0: build somebody's construction you know, site
2: mm-hmm. for
0: pennies on a dollar. Mm-hmm. Cash on the table, so I, I try to operate from both sides having proper perspective, realizing mm-hmm. all right, I'm blessed. First, yeah. we're on the internet, exactly. We're rich, we're rich. We probably yep. got all these devices that we're talking about. We got you got a $400 mic, I got a $300 <sighs> mic. Like, mm-hmm. I, see, just... I see the
1: headphones, I see the I headphones.
3: Mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, we, we do what we can out here, but, exactly. we just take care of business,
0: but <laughs> it's just like uh, the stuff that we complain about, and we say, Bro, we're so oppressed. I'm like, Are we really? Like, let's define oppression, Mm -hmm. and not just in America, but across the world, Mm -hmm. and say, okay, so Americans, I think we're kind of disqualified, even though we we do have some things that go against us, and we Mm -hmm. we struggle in a lot of ways. You see people getting shot and Mm -hmm. killed in the street on Mm -hmm. camera, and it's just kind of normalized. Mass shootings are normalized here. Mm -hmm. That's one thing, that's one hit against us, that we're just, we're so used to it. Oh, another mass shooting, down with guns, down with Second Amendment, down with this. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then you go to a different country, and like, they're just happy to eat that day i'm like yeah you fat as hell over there busting the grub on that Popeyes over mm-hmm. there man it's, it's <laughs> i had popeyes yesterday <laughs> listen you, you, you get that biscuit too
1: man? i actually did not i got the sandwich though i got the sandwich i got what the mac and of, cheese too
0: hell not man. but uh, give me an extra biscuit you understand i mm. need an extra you know <laughs> put some jelly on that mug warm it up <laughs> It's different. It's mm-hmm. different. So, um, yeah, as much as we're sending prayers up for, um, mm-hmm. let this be a warning to everyone else watching. Mm-hmm. The, you know, all the two people live and, mm-hmm. and the, the 20 people that will watch this over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just just be aware. Even mm-hmm. in this country, some mistakes are really fatal. Yeah. Like, uh, those pedophiles things, I'll send it to my brother. I'll send it to my dad. I'm like, bro,
3: mm-hmm.
0: just don't don't be doing no stupid shit. Like, yeah, men get horny. And, like, these pedophile things are amazing. And this is a little side tangent, but okay. um, I'll probably clip this just for another mm-hmm. post, but, like, you see, young men, they get horny and they lose track of long term consequences. Mm. Lately, I've really been studying this, the the registered sex offender registry yeah. and how that junk stays with you the rest of your life, bro. There's a yeah. bridge in Miami that has nothing but sex offenders living under it, and they can't go anywhere else. They have to, they have um, oh ankle monitors that monitors their location
2: mm-hmm. twenty
0: four hours a day. And during like set hours, like eight o'clock at night to like four in the morning or something, they have to be mm-hmm. under that bridge mm-hmm. and they better not leave or they go back to prison. Like, it's just a lot of those things that that's what I consider true oppression. Not that it's not deserved mm-hmm. in terms of the, their actions, hurting a young child, what have you. Mm-hmm. But when you think about comparing their oppression to, bro, my Wi-Fi is slow, bro. I'm like, well, why, why can I just, but they pull me over for speeding, bro. Why, why, why y'all treat me like this? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure they're the same thing. And when yeah, we have a female not... vice president, mm-hmm. I'm like, woman... That there's a lot of inequalities that they deal with mm-hmm. but y'all see y'all ceiling is vice president so far mm-hmm. so, and with Biden having COVID currently it might be president so it, it's just it's I saw just... a TikTok I'm sorry I saw
2: a TikTok <laughs>
0: and it was like Biden was coughing and she was like <laughs> well, that I was one like, like y'all are so like... rude <laughs> Yo, he was like, uh, I think it was that sound going around. I think mm-hmm. I saw it on Instagram where there was like, you see like the old lady and she over there in the corner coughing and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is it your time, guys? Like, get that will present. It's time to update that jump.
3: No, literally.
0: Foolishness, but let's segue just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you said, and you know, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was satirical or not or whether or not you meant it, but. Uh, you said you hate male podcasters and I'm here to throw hands with you. Mm. Um, <laughs> do, do, do you stand behind that statement? And of course you elaborated um, and talked about how mm. a lot of them don't have, you know, fresh ideas or that they're just kind of parroting what they've heard from other people. Mm-hmm. But what well, what are your thoughts on male podcasters, especially the talk of relationships and mm-hmm. and you know, misogyny and, mm-hmm. and the patriarchy? Mm-hmm. You, you, so you want to speak to that.
1: So since then I've found some uh, pretty good male podcasts that I feel like uh mm-hmm have the nuance that I feel like is uh, necessary, I think, in having conversations about dating um, and relationships and, and like you said, misogyny and all that stuff, because it's very complex um, mm-hmm. how it actually uh, works in our lives and how we all kind of experience it. So I think that, like, it's important to have voices that are objective, voices that are willing to actually hear out all the different sides of it. Um, and I think that especially the ones that are most po- the the one that's probably most popular right now like fresh and fit yeah <laughs> and the fact that it is yeah. i think what gets to me is that there's a lot of young impressionable boys like my mm-hmm. brother 16 yeah. Um, his age and younger who are looking up how to get a girlfriend. How yeah. do I do this? How do I do that? Because they don't have an older brother who can help them or their dad. You know, sometimes dads aren't always super present, and yeah. and kids live on their phones and and they're looking this stuff up and then they're hearing about OnlyFans models and like <laughs> the kid is twelve yeah. and and hearing about like all of these things and not understanding that some of that isn't is is just a, it's just to get attention. Some yeah. of that is just to draw you in, but they don't know that, and so it I think. A lot of male podcasts I see, they keep on kind of recreating that formula of mm-hmm. like um, saying things just because I know it's just for likes and views. It's just to get people to buy their courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like it almost feels like they're they're predators, like they're preying on men who don't have any experience um, and boys who are too young to get experience. And Mm -hmm. um, it's frustrating for me. And I try to warn my brother, like the internet is not real life. It's not real life. I promise you, like you're going to go out and you're going to experience women and they're going to be all different. There's going to be some who are crazy. I know, I have plenty of friends who are crazy. They're going to be crazy, but there's some that are going to be really reasonable, but you have to, you have to put yourself out there. You can't let um, Myron Gaines tell you how women are. You need to go find Mm -hmm. out how women are because you're not in Miami. You're not, Talk, you're not on some weird dating site where there's no. sugar babies you're yeah. in real life so how your high school is and the people who are you know mutual friends outside of high school are not like those girls mm-hmm. um and so i think that's what's frustrating of course i made like a generalizing statement but yeah, again yeah. that's what i think part of social media is you got to say something and yeah. just catch that that attention and so like when people are upset like because sometimes people will be upset in my comments and i'm like you didn't Mm -hmm. watch the whole video because you can see (laughs) you can see like how many people watch the whole video i'm like you watch the whole video because i i i went into it right Mm -hmm. but you you saw like the first five to ten seconds got upset i'm like i mean rightfully so because what i said was you know it was supposed to piss you off a little bit Mm -hmm. Uh, but like i'd say that that was kind of why i made those comments
0: yeah, and that's where I was kinda fresh and fit is so interesting. Um and in, in general, in mm-hmm. general, I agree with a lot of their their claims, mm-hmm. um, because they're generally true in terms mm-hmm. of probability and in terms of the overall population of mm-hmm. America or the spaces that that we both frequently fr- mm-hmm. we've both been in. Yeah. Because th- there are some nuances that they're definitely missing. Mm-hmm. Um and so a lot of contradictions in their own actions that don't mm-hmm. match what, what they're yeah. they're preaching. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do I do agree with you that. No, uh, I wouldn't call it you know, predatory in terms mm-hmm. of. I, I feel like it's just capitalism because yeah. everyone's selling yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Like me and you are on here selling something. Yeah. We're selling our minds. We're selling mm-hmm. our belief systems, and mm-hmm. we're hoping people buy into it because yeah. ultimately we're all trying to get paid off of this. So mm-hmm. we're all trying to build a following. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when I got monetized on my first channel. I was like, bro, we're
3: <laughs> <baby, I> get
0: <laughs> getting paid to have opinions. Like, what the okay, hell is this? Okay, okay. So like it, it was just you, you, you. Finally reached a point like, all right, I can get paid more.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like. You just gotta, and you see the people that take it to the furthest extent where, mm-hmm. and again, I don't disagree with a lot of what Andrew Tate says because it's mm-hmm. generally true. But again, mm-hmm. a lot of people take it to heart and they say, This is true. Not mm-hmm. generally true. They, they say, This is true. Mm-hmm. And they, they take that that word from Andrew Tate's mouth mm-hmm. because he looks like he lives. Or I keep telling people, everyone's faking it, especially those who say they aren't. Yeah, You look at Andrew Tate and you're like, He has the Bugatti and he has all mm-hmm. the girls around him and his brother's successful and he's successful. He owns casinos. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I have to, reach his level to live a life like he does.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And ultimately, you have to eat the chicken, spit the bones out. Mm-hmm. You realize, especially like your younger brother, he lives in Atlanta. It's yeah. like 17 women to one man down there. He going to have his chance to, to try out his game and to learn mm-hmm. and to figure out where he fits in the social hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Where if he just listened to, to you know, Fisher and Fit somebody, or Black Pillars that say, mm-hmm. right, you're 16, how tall are you? If you're not mm-hmm. 6 foot, no woman will love you. I'm like, that's... It's not, tr- it's not true. Mm-hmm. It's, it might be generally true in terms mm-hmm. of women might prefer a certain height. They might mm-hmm. prefer a type of man. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said all the time, just like men said all the time. And the whole conversation is settling. But that's the whole thing. I, I made a whole live stream on that itself. But mm-hmm. um, I, I do tend to agree with you. Not in mm-hmm. terms of I hate all male po- podcasters. And mm-hmm. obviously you're being satirical. You're mm-hmm. just yeah, you, you do, you're doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. But just in regards to you know, a lot of the rhetoric can be mis misguided mm-hmm. in, in regards to like they they might have a pure intent, mm-hmm. but if they don't execute it properly. If the intent's lost. It, I, exactly, it doesn't it's matter. It doesn't intent
1: versus versus impacted. Like you mm-hmm. have your experience. You've been all yeah. over the world. You've met so many different types of people. So like you have a very clear <clears> outlook <throat> on like okay, they're just saying this to you know. Yeah get attention and blah, blah, blah. But like, this is true. Like I've seen this, but like, it's, it's just frustrating because I know that a lot of their audience does not have that experience. They don't know what's happening. And so they're relying on someone who is saying, Oh, look at all the experience I have. Look at the cars (laughs) I'm driving. I'm high value. They're looking at that person to tell them what the world is like. And I think in another one of my videos, I said, like, let your experience determine what your opinions are because it's like, it's just frustrating and it's kind of sad because like you said, the black pillars are telling people, well, if you're not this height, no one's going to like you. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. That's not, that's not true. Like you have to see like who's going to like you and who's not like, and so I think it's just like, I think that's also part of part of the reason why dating is starting to get even more complex and it already was Mm -hmm. on top of everything because you have people that are entering into that marketplace with such, um, (laughs) negative attitude and you can as a woman i feel it i mean i don't i'm i'm currently seeing someone so i thank god i don't have to like be on tinder anymore life is better but like um when i was on it i'm like why are you being so hostile to me in the first conversation i don't know you like are you okay yeah (laughs) i'm like are you okay like what's going Mm -hmm. on so i think that um that like Like people watching that stuff, like it actually, it's starting to seep into their mindset and how they're interacting with people. So I
0: think that's why I am very critical of Red Pill. There's one thing I would push back on in in your rhetoric. Uh, You mentioned how let your experiences form your opinions. Mm -hmm. Um, That one one analogy I like to use is like you have a colorblind individual and they look up at the sky and they say Mm -hmm. the sky is it's a beautiful shade of red. Oh my Mm -hmm. goodness, Mm -hmm. I I just I can't get over how red the sky is. Mm -hmm. I'm like. And then somebody taps on shoulder. You know the sky is blue, right? And I'm like, mm, well, through that's my fair. experience, that's fair. through my through my view of the mm-hmm. world, through through mm-hmm. my perception, the sky is red. So that's my truth. That's what I'm going to live mm-hmm. out. I'm going to write a book on it. I'm mm-hmm. going to do lectures. I'm going to travel the world, go on tour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sky is red. And I'm like, mm. even within your perception, you're 100 mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the truth is, the sky is blue, mm-hmm. at least in this moment. Mm-hmm. And so I often have to explain like the difference between subjective objective, relative, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the different ways to view the world. Like when you Mm -hmm. talk talk about objective morality, Mm -hmm. that can't be based on opinion. Is it right to kill somebody? That can't just be up to opinion. It has to be somewhat grounded in a universal truth because Mm -hmm. when you leave this country, you don't want them to have different rules over there and say, well, in this country, we we kill people every single day because it's (laughs) sport and and Uh it's hunger games Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. we enjoy it Mm -hmm. versus in this country. Like it can't be subjective, even though in a lot of cases it is. Mm -hmm. And so I, I do believe that in some ways, Your experiences, like... So the the term that should govern your experiences versus your learning or your Mm -hmm. theories Mm -hmm. is anti-fragility. Anti-fragility basically explains how some experiences, they they can only benefit you. Yeah. They only benefit... There's only an upside. If you go to the Mm -hmm. gym, and assuming you're using proper form, Mm -hmm. that stress that you put on your body, it benefits you. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you start stabbing yourself, there's no amount of stabbing yourself that's going to build up immunity to that. You can't Mm -hmm. benefit from stabbing yourself. It's it's linear. It accrues. Mm -hmm. So there's no way to... It's like vaccines, in theory... Mm-hmm. the vaccine is supposed to defend you against covid and yeah, defend you yeah. against stuff and
2: mm-hmm.
0: in theory it it benefits you it's anti-fragile mm-hmm. in nature mm-hmm. whereas some things are just fragile some mistakes yeah. are merely fatal there's no mm-hmm. way to benefit from that it mm-hmm. doesn't help you in the long run so um i think that's a that's a point that's kind of missed out on is like you mm-hmm. can have your subjective view of the world mm-hmm. and say this is well the, my experience is my experience and mm-hmm. and i don't have pretty privilege or, or i've never been treated mm-hmm. in a certain way i'm like well, mm-hmm. well what about the truth though mm-hmm. the truth is most men don't have pretty privilege. Mm -hmm. So it seems like only a select few of both men and women are experiencing this. So it's Mm -hmm. actually both sides, not just women. It's a whole thing. And Mm -hmm. I I did a whole live stream on Pretty Privilege the other day. But Mm -hmm. um, We'll we'll, we'll get into that later because I I do do want to ask you about that. Um, Kevin Samuels. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> not a huge fan ah, rest in peace my guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and again another one of those people that again generally true i disagree mm-hmm. with a lot of things especially when it comes to marriage ain't nobody i'm not putting rain on nobody's marriage. really unless it's okay. just like through the church like okay. I, I, I might do like a covenant marriage okay. but a legal marriage pass bruh mm-hmm. and, and i'll ask you the question before we get into the chemistry and stuff mm-hmm. i'll ask you the, this is a question i ask most of my female guests if not mm-hmm. all of them okay. and i have yet to get an answer yet okay what does a man gain in marriage that he doesn't have access to while dating?
1: What does he gain in marriage that he doesn't have access to with dating? Um, you know, I think now before I would say nothing Mm -hmm. outside of maybe the emotional aspect of being united with somebody. But I think now with how women are making money, some depend obviously like if you're making a, like a ton of money and you're super high mm-hmm. value or mm-hmm. I don't like that term honestly <laughs> I don't like that term but let's just say it. you're yeah you know you're making a lot of money da. you can yeah. take care of whoever then it's fine but I do think that there are some men that are like you know just regular average dudes you do gain a financial partner who Um, can supplement your income now you can buy a bigger house or you Mm -hmm. have more money to save and more money to invest and stuff like that. Um, So I would say that, you know, that can potentially be a benefit is the business aspect of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But as far as marriage, I think it's just like, I think it's, it's more so like the emotional component of having the life partner um and i mean that doesn't necessarily have to mean a lot to someone you know like i I don't Mm -hmm. know it's difficult because like you can have a life partner and never actually get married but i know there's also the there's also like the the benefits as far as like on your taxes and stuff like that
0: which Um, is also something you can get while single because children are dependents as well so exactly so i guess this question to a, a previous uh I guess I had on. Mm-hmm. And she also mentioned like the qualitative benefits, like the mm-hmm. way you feel when you're married. You mm-hmm. uh, know, I don't hear this from a lot of men where like, they, I mean, men don't typically operate too much in their feelings. Like obviously yeah. it seems as if men are becoming more and more feminine, although there seems to be more and more talk of misogyny. So I think that, that there might be a correlation there as far as why are men being more misogynistic if they're becoming more feminine? I, I don't know. That's not for me to answer. But um, when you think about and uh, again, like I always emphasize the latter part of the question as far as mm-hmm what we don't have access to while dating because typically, unless we're like Christian and devout Christians, mm-hmm. we're not having sex before marriage, but most yeah. people are not Christian. Most people are not mm-hmm. religious in that way mm-hmm. to where everyone's just sitting around with their virginity just holding mm-hmm. on to it like it's precious. And yeah, like, One yeah. day I'm going to bless somebody with my <laughs> loins.
3: It's, you don't see a lot of that.
0: Yeah. So when I ask that question, people can't seem to give an answer outside of mm-hmm. the way you might feel, which I mean, you can't quantify that. Mm-hmm. But then you hear the talk of misogyny and like how a man is owning a woman I'm like women can leave at any given moment there's yeah. no fault divorce in most of these states they're taking half on the way out in most cases mm-hmm. obviously prenups and postnups are available mm-hmm. and there's a lot of ignorance surrounding that as well because mm-hmm. people think they don't work I'm like mm-hmm. I-, I had a family law attorney retired mm-hmm. 20 years mm-hmm. and I'm like bro they work they just have to be yeah. drafted properly with enough mm-hmm. time uh, mm-hmm. there's a whole thing around there so
2: mm-hmm.
0: um with my current position I'm like I'm 29 single mm-hmm high intellect, I, if mm-hmm. I don't mind saying myself, yeah. I'm tall, I'm handsome, Like I have mm-hmm. a lot of things going Talk for me, your so like, Talk your shit. Talk your shit. I mean, we out here. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, we, not Got to too. mention we're rare. Mm-hmm. My high loan puts me in top 4%. So yeah. well, when you think about, like, I'm trying to find at least one reason I can quantify that says, mm-hmm. you should get married.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I'm like, I have access to everything I want while I'm single
2: mm-hmm. and I don't
0: gain anything. If anything, marriage benefits the children. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of women that might say, well, marriage doesn't benefit women either. I'm like, have you look, have you looked at the laws? Mm-hmm. The laws benefit you,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: of, of, there's a whole argument surrounding that. And I'm, I'm, I'm not, I mean, you're willing, if you're willing to push back, I, I'm willing to hear it. Um, but.
1: I I guess I would slightly push back because I think that like there is the kind of legal side of it, and then there's the personal side of how some relationship dynamics work. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of women oftentimes feel like, let's say you're in a 50 50 relationship, a lot of times they feel as though They are putting in more work like emotionally right in terms of like being vulnerable trying to get your partner to open up stuff like that that you kind of need and for a relationship to like function i feel like women like they're doing more work on that side of things and so Mm -hmm. if most people don't get married to divorce that's not the goal you're thinking like okay we're gonna stay in this forever so they're they're not i don't think when women women say like we're not benefiting either i think it's like well divorce isn't an option right like (laughs) nobody wants to acknowledge that it's an option Mm. until they absolutely need to get one right Mm -hmm. and so they're saying they're like we are the ones trying to make this work and he's just sitting around and Mm -hmm. so i think i think that's where Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm pushing back, but I think like just to maybe elaborate on the perspective, because just having conversations Mm -hmm. with a lot of like women and girls and my friends, like in terms of like, you know, how hard it is sometimes to be a woman in the relationship, because I think that guys, just like you said, they're more logical. They don't really, uh, you know, they don't really exist in their feelings, but sometimes that makes it hard in a relationship because like, you know, when a guy is upset, like I have this problem with uh, my boyfriend, like when he's upset, I'm like, can you tell me why you're mad? Like, so like (laughs) we can discuss it. And he's just like, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, well, see now, you know, I know you're upset because I can tell in your body language you don't want to talk about it. But like now there's the, I'm giving you the 50, but you're not giving me back the 50. And I think that's where women are saying like, it doesn't feel equal and it doesn't feel like, you know, where it doesn't feel like we're gaining that much. Whereas mm-hmm. I think on the opposite side of the spectrum, men are like, well, look at all you have to gain when you divorce me, like you're going to take my money. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know what I'm saying? So I think there's, there's that disconnect.
0: There's one that you mentioned that, um, in regards to, you know, not to get too far into your personal relationship, but like mm-hmm. as far as your boyfriend is concerned,
2: mm-hmm. one
0: thing I often hear is like women and I'm speaking very generally here. Mm-hmm. Um, they will try to approach you the way they would like to be approached. So if you Mm -hmm. approached your boyfriend and and asked him, yo, what's wrong? Talk to me. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Was there any other way to help him with this problem without making him talk about it? Even though like women might want to talk about it. And like, Mm -hmm. if you go to her and say, yo, what's wrong? And then she just nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing. You get Mm -hmm. her some food. Mm -hmm. You remember the other day when you said, and then Mm -hmm. it all comes out Mm -hmm. where, what if you went to your boyfriend and just rubbed his shoulders, or gave, gave him a head mm-hmm. massage, or gave him yeah. a foot massage, or just mm-hmm. made him some food, mm-hmm. and then he might bring it up later or a couple of days later? But mm-hmm. I think often we, we try to give love the way we we personally receive love, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's also often a disconnect. I'm like, wait, yeah. this is a man I'm talking to, or this is a woman I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Like often when when I think about all my logic, like with my ex, I have to mm-hmm. think, I'm right, like, well, she's not gonna. If I just try to be pure logic to her mm-hmm. and say one plus one is two. It may not connect, even though she's purely yeah. logical and she's mm-hmm. rational herself. She's mm-hmm. highly intelligent herself. Mm-hmm. When she's emotional, you have to communicate emotionally. So yeah. sometimes all she needs is a hug mm-hmm. and then the call comes out. Sometimes she just needs to be held or mm-hmm. a kiss on the cheek and say, yo, everything's mm-hmm. good. Bro. I, mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. And often that is the bridge that we have to build. But also also that emotional intelligence that has mm-hmm. to be gained by right. like learning that person well enough to realize this is how they communicate when they're angry. Yeah this Amber Heard, this is how I have to approach Amber Heard (laughs) when she's throwing her knives and she's sticking vacation upon my Mm -hmm. sheets. Mm -hmm. This is how I have to approach her. Mm -hmm. And often people are not willing to put that time in, including Mm -hmm. men. I think a lot of Mm -hmm. men can can learn emotional intelligence, not so Mm -hmm. much in that they have to change themselves, but they have Mm -hmm. to change the way they communicate to other Mm -hmm. people.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you. Like, I think what I've learned is that like, you know, just sort of making the space open because sometimes what i what i didn't consider is that when sometimes when you're asking someone a question like what's wrong it Mm -hmm. puts them in a place where they feel like they there's pressure and there isn't i'm not trying to pressure you i just want to make sure you're okay right so i think it's just like the kind of changing my wording uh in a way where it's like you know you never want to say any talk about anything like i'm here you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like you said just like you know giving a massage stuff like that where it's like this is safe. This is a safe space for you. This is open. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't have to tell me what's wrong when I want to know. You Tell me yeah. when you're ready to tell me. And so I think that's like, that's definitely been the adjustment that I've had to, had to make.
0: And the fact that, that you've been thinking about those type of things mm-hmm. um, shows, uh, again, I, I love coming across young people, and I'm young myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm holding on to my 20s as long as I can <laughs> until September. Mm-hmm. But you, you come across like 20-year-olds and 21-year-olds and mm-hmm. who have this high level of maturity, mm-hmm. and people kind of sleep on Gen Z because bro, they're just in their phone so much. I'm like, you know how much information's in that phone that they're right. gathering nonstop? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that just because they don't apply it immediately or loudly, mm-hmm. that we just assume mm-hmm. that you know, there's airheads they are walking around, they don't want to work, they're tired. I'm like, bro, the more information you consume, the lower your quality of life goes. Like, it's hard to learn about bears in the woods and then go hiking. But you're not going to enjoy that hike. Yep. And so you have exactly. this whole generation of people that were raised with information at their eyeballs nonstop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get mad at them when they go out in the world and they're just just, just scared of yeah. something. Like, they just yeah. learned about the dangers of this world. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's filtered through all these different short videos that mm-hmm. they're showing them one view, one angle, one yeah. situation, one mm-hmm. perspe- perspective. Mm-hmm. There's, more, there's more out there, as, mm-hmm. especially... In regards to danger and, and fear and how they they correlate, but um, I always try to ask questions and just mm-hmm. learn and learn and discern. Discerning mm-hmm. is pr- one of the favorite things I, I bring into relationships: is mm-hmm. learning that person well enough mm-hmm. to where if something is wrong, I can I can pick up on it mm-hmm. by knowing what's normal about them. Mm-hmm. And like when they they typically want to eat this, and when they're upset, they go get sweets, and when, when they're mm-hmm. tired, they they get snappy and then mm-hmm. they get irritated, and like mm-hmm. just hug them in that yeah. moment mm-hmm. versus try to beat them with logic because i i beat people in arguments non-stop i yeah. i love use, using logical mm-hmm. fallacies in the wrong mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. so i'll be cheating my ass off in an argument i'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna win this uh-huh. but when it comes to like if i want to help them if, if mm-hmm. i actually love them mm-hmm. my goal is to communicate properly and to mm-hmm. both of us get to where we're trying to get you know, at least in a timely fashion mm-hmm. so um it's interesting it's interesting mm-hmm. um kevin samuels brand okay so uh, the video that I saw of yours in regards mm-hmm. to, you know, his his legacy and how mm-hmm. a lot of people were celebrating his death.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I actually agreed with you in the video because okay. um, the video I made about it was, you know, it seems normal.
2: Mm-hmm. If someone
0: dies that you just hate, or you disagree with,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're not going to be upset. Yeah, Osama bin Laden got got, last night. <laughs> no no one's losing. When, yeah. when, I'm sure when people heard that, you know, Hitler killed himself mm-hmm. or allegedly killed himself, he might be in mm-hmm. Argentina somewhere or Spain, mm-hmm. uh, who knows. But as far as that's concerned, people are celebrating. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: If it's the right person at the right time, people will celebrate. Oh, Mm -hmm. Putin slipped on the floor and broke his hip. People, oh my God. So I I can Mm -hmm. see from a woman's perspective, if he's been a thorn in your flesh, whether you Mm -hmm. agree with him or not, whether or not he's speaking truth or not, Mm -hmm. I can see how if somebody's a thorn in your flesh, you're not going to be exactly, oh, come on, Kevin, why, mm-hmm. why, why, why'd you have to go out like that? Mm-hmm. I can see both sides as far as men are defending their champion. And like, bro, he represented average men. And he told mm-hmm. women that they were you know, average at best and, uh-huh. and chubby and mm-hmm. overweight. And then the women are like, Brad, accept us as are. It's the whole thing. And then mm-hmm. down with Kevin Samuels and down with mm-hmm. Freshman Fit and down with mm-hmm. and <laughs> I, I can see both sides objectively, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I'm not sure where we go from there because that just creates two sides of the aisle. Democratic yeah, Republicans, and now we're just yeah. sitting there arguing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on Kevin Samuels, his legacy, his rhetoric? Uh, what you got? Mm.
1: So I discovered Kevin Samuels uh, through Twitter. I uh, think during the pandemic, the height mm-hmm. of it, when we were all just like at home, yeah. pretty much, <laughs> um, and he was going in on some men, Fact. like facts. talking about their you know their dick sizes and like mm-hmm. everything. And like my thing is like I. His delivery was too abrasive for me. I was like, oh my God, like, why is he Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, why is he doing this to them like this? Like, and obviously, like, you know, he's trying to help them, right? Trying to push you. Like, you know, I've had coaches like that where, like, they're, you know, would insult you and and just Mm -hmm. to to get you where you need to be. Um, And then, I, I didn't see him or I would just hear about him every once in a while, but I didn't really watch. And then I remember he's kind of shifted to women more mm. and it was, you know, the kind of the same kind of the same thing. Um, and I just, I, I just not really a fan of some of his opinions. There have been some times where like, he's like, you know, telling someone what they need to do and stuff like that. I'm like, mm, you're not wrong. Mm. You're not wrong. Like this makes sense. Why that person's probably single. Like, yeah. um, but just in general i'm not i was not a fan of his Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of it right like i i wasn't like on the necessarily like the super hate train but i'm like Mm -hmm. will i consume his content if i see it nah i'll probably pass
0: I feel. Mm -hmm. did you have any pushback against his rhetoric towards men um because typically we hear about the the women that were angry And like, why is Mm -hmm. he coming at us like this? But as you mentioned, he talked to men for years, Mm -hmm. and no one heard of him. He when I found him, he had sixty thousand subscribers. Oh wow! Just he was just doing this thing, and Mm -hmm. I was turned off the the first couple times he asked for to to get his likes up. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, who is this, bro? Like stopping his whole live stream, playing music because we won't like his video. Like I I was just put off. I turned the junk off. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! I I slowly came back and. He was spitting facts. I was like, all mm-hmm. right. All right mm-hmm. That's true. I disagree with that. I agree with mm-hmm. that. Don't talk of marriage. Pass. He's single. Mm-hmm. He's not mm-hmm. trying to get remarried. There's a reason for that. His beliefs come from his actions, not from his words. So, mm-hmm. so there's something missing there. Mm-hmm. But like overall, you kind of notice how it was mostly women that were giving some of the most loudest pushback. And mm-hmm. again, like the way you just articulated, you just didn't prefer his delivery.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I don't prefer a lot of, first of all, when it comes to Fresh and Fits long form content, mm. I don't sit there and consume that junk. It, yeah, it's, it's like drinking orange juice too much. I'm like, yeah, I like orange juice, bread, mm-hmm. but g- give me a clip yeah. of like him roasting somebody. I, I can't mm-hmm. watch three hours of somebody just saying the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, even a feminist, I can listen to feminist content and like, mm-hmm. she got a point. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. It's out of context. That mm-hmm. number is out of context. Mm-hmm. But at some point, it just becomes too much orange juice. I'm like, I don't yeah. want orange juice for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. Mm-hmm. Like, give, mm-hmm. give me something else, bro. Yeah. So I think the issue with Kevin Samuels was his, a lot of his delivery. Mm-hmm. When, it was my thought process that if you want to have a proper legacy, like if you want people to celebrate you when you die and mm-hmm. celebrate you when you're alive and all these things, mm-hmm. it's kind of better to be liked yeah. than to be respected. And mm-hmm. what he was garnering was a ton of respect because mm-hmm. Russia, we respect them. Yeah, that's why there's certain airspace we don't just cross into. And like, mm-hmm. they they will they will do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. When we cross into somebody's waters, we cross into somebody's airspace, we cross mm-hmm. somebody's border. They uh-huh. we respect them enough to to not cross. And mm-hmm. uh, that's often what he did. He set a lot of boundaries. and people start over talking them. People start mm-hmm. you know raising their voice. He, mm-hmm. he established respect too much. Yeah. And often what I've learned in my career, and I, I tell the the younger airmen, I'm like, bro, being liked is way more valuable than being respected. You can be the best mm-hmm. at your job, but if nobody likes you. When it comes Friday night, you're not getting by nowhere. If you have if you have trouble with getting a new base or, or getting a new position,
2: mm-hmm.
0: do people like you?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like Baker Mayfield, he's trying to find a, a new team to play for as quarterback. Nobody likes him. Mm. And that's why he got pennies on dollar going to Carolina, playing backup quarterback, try, trying to get a, a starting position. Mm-hmm. People don't like him. And he yeah. was the number one draft pick. Yeah. So you start seeing all these examples around the world, Kevin Samuels being one of them as far as like, even fresh and fit. Mm. You can spit the truth all you want, but if, if you can't deliver it properly, and mm. eat, of course their goal is to make content. And so yeah. the, the more wild you are with it, the more loud mm. you are and, and arrogant and abrasive with it, mm. you tend to get better views. Yeah. That's why my channels, they kind of just, they, they slowly ramp up. I've never been yeah. viral. My highest view video is close to like maybe 200,000 mm-hmm. on my other channel, but mm. people are not rushing to hear objective and and no, they're kind not. and 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 oh that, that's well put and thank mm-hmm. you for that delivery. People are not rushing for, for that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but my legacy is, is going to be intact because yeah, when I leave this engagement with you, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that you don't have a bad taste in your mouth. I'm like, this of course guy not. Just went <laughs> off, <and it laughs> took my head off, and targeted uh-huh. me, and like mm-hmm. I could easily do those things mm-hmm. for views and, and get them. It's mm-hmm. just I, I kind of want my legacy to stay intact, and I, I would rather you like me. Mm-hmm. Then respect me because mm-hmm. I understand that long form, long term, people hang around and they they mm-hmm. give and they 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 spend time with people that they like that, mm-hmm. and that they enjoy. So mm-hmm. I think that's where Kevin kind of missed it. Even with all his yeah. wisdom and all the facts that he spit, mm-hmm. there, there's one, th- there's a lot of things that we can all improve on. And that, that mm-hmm. was just unfortunately, I don't think it was one of his blind spots. I just think it was something he chose not to do.
1: Um, yeah, I was I was thinking um, like maybe there's a chance that he didn't care. Mm-hmm. right like it just wasn't like when i leave this earth like he was on the younger side so he probably wasn't even yeah. preparing uh or prepared yeah. to to pass away but like he probably didn't care if people liked him right like yeah. the way especially with the how unapologetic he was about yeah. you know delivering his his critiques to, to men and women he didn't care if you liked him or not you know mm-hmm. he was in it for whatever reason he was in it <laughs> And Absolutely. I can't, and I can't knock him for it. Like yeah. it was working. So why would he, why would he
0: switch up? Because little old me is like, that makes me uncomfortable. Like, right, yeah. And it's, it's that it's that it's one of the big issues is like, if you choose the bag mm-hmm. and you get the bag, now you got to spend it with fear. And, like, mm. he was, like, 50-something 50, 50 years old. Mm-hmm. So, he, he was, you know, middle-aged, what have you. Mm-hmm. He was closer to death than he was, you know, more life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the ma- like, the amount of stress, that he died of a heart attack. So, the, yeah. the amount of stress that's coming down on someone who's doing live streams at 10 p.m., staying mm-hmm. up till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and mm-hmm. then doing consults all day, and, and you're constantly on the move. You're in different time zones. You're mm-hmm. flying around the country, mm-hmm. you know. And then your engagement's... From the entire time that you start your live stream, it's just—it's all abrasive. It's all friction. You're yeah. constantly just running people the wrong way, and they're mm-hmm. pissing you off, and you're pissing them off. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. It's and So not. of course, at it's some not. point, your heart—your heart—that's trying to run the whole show—is like, Brad, can, can I get a break, bro?" I'm like, "Bro, I'm trying to get this bread. You understand? Mm-hmm. I got I got, I got the attention. I got many subscribers on both, you know, platforms, and I'm trying to take mm-hmm. advantage of this opportunity. Mm-hmm. You can see how that can that can kind of take a toll, especially on someone who's 54 years old, yeah. drinking Red Bulls. At some point, it's diminishing returns.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you're not wrong at all.
1: At
2: yeah. all,
0: it's unfortunate, but yeah. I, every now and then, I, I think about like, what would Kevin have said about this? He would have went off. He would have <laughs> told them about themselves. But, uh-huh. um, but yeah, he he's definitely he's definitely missed. At mm-hmm. least from my perspective. But mm-hmm. uh, moving on to uh, it's not really a lighter subject. It's probably something that we're. Uh, I'm not sure where you'll stand on this. Um, okay. You mentioned the phrase trauma porn in relation to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I thought that was so spot on. So spot on. I'm like, Brett, who is this 21-year-old? Who 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 brings this this kind of rhetoric? It's almost like mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson-esque. Mm-hmm. I'm like, trauma porn, it's a genius phrase. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the, the entire trial, the outcome? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was so, just interesting to watch that unfold. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts.
1: My brother was fully engrossed in it, right? <laughs> fully engrossed. He was like, Amber is evil. I wasn't, but I was I love to troll. So yeah. I was just like, I don't know. Like, what if Amber like she was crying and da da? Right, He's right. like, she's an actress. <laughs> she's not even a good actress. <laughs> like all this stuff. And yeah. I was like, I let me I, I made the video mostly like to like get at him too. Yeah. Um and I was just like to a certain extent like this is kind of sad. Like mm-hmm. Regardless of who who ended up like,
3: Johnny, was it?
1: Johnny did right? Okay, he got the bag. Yeah. See, I wasn't even got paying. Bangs. I wasn't even paying attention for real. <laughs> but like, it's a sad topic. Like the fact that you know Johnny was being abused or or mm-hmm. Amber was being abused. It's not something that we should be watching and making memes about and yeah. and and laughing at. Like even if Amber was abused or Johnny was like, and they're both drug addicts. Like this is not. Like, when, when people are consuming stuff like this, it kind of, and, and the way they were consuming it, it's scary. Because, like, yeah. these are two struggling people, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, like, we have to have a little bit of, like, reverence and decorum sometimes. Like, this yeah. is not funny stuff. And I also think that, like, obviously they're televi- they're televising these things because, you know, they want ratings and yeah. all that stuff. But, like, even that, I'm like, there's some stuff that shouldn't be televised. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be one of them. Like, it's not it's not a laughing matter. I didn't find it funny. And I felt like somebody needs to say this, that this is not, like, this is not good. And we shouldn't accustom ourselves to watching stuff like this, like, because this is out of hand. Like, I love reality television. So I'm all mm-hmm. for ridiculousness. <laughs> but this, like, this is crossing the line.
0: And this is where I guess I will push back just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not that in, it, it's... I don't agree with your moral judgment. That okay. I, I do think that morally it's wrong, which that mm. doesn't really carry much weight in today's society to say it's that something at wrong. all. It's just well, I think it's right, and like mm. we just sit there and mm. look at each other. Mm. But in regards to our actions, this is where like the the. The fallacy of hypocrisy, Mm -hmm. Um, where we point out people's actions, like you mentioned, reality reality TV, and like Mm -hmm. you got bad girls and people throwing hands with each Mm -hmm. other, and like Mm -hmm. you got people going on Doctor Phil, and like Mm -hmm. just laying out all their baggage, and yeah, you are not the father. It's just like this woman just got all her draws just put all over the internet, Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be clipped, and it's gonna be on Mm -hmm. YouTube for years. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be on you know on circulation on Mm -hmm. memes and what have you. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how, whether or not we should engage with. Let's say, for example, your TikTok went viral, mm. and all of a sudden now you're monetized, you're getting paid, and mm. your YouTube channel blows up, mm-hmm. and now you're getting paid off of one singular TikTok, mm-hmm. one single moment, and you weren't even agreeing with it. But the fact that you use the topic itself, their mm-hmm. names were invoked, and now mm. your your entire future is kind of set, and you can yeah. go. You don't got to go back to college. You don't got you got mm-hmm. a business set up. Mm-hmm. You got a clothing line now, mm-hmm. and all of that based on one singular TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, and I I, I don't want to assume, but I'm not mm. sure me and people are going to walk away from that and say, I'm going to delete that TikTok. That was wrong of me. I shouldn't have even talked about it. Mm-hmm. All this money coming in, I have to send it back. They're trying mm-hmm. to take me to the ATM real quick, and I, mm-hmm. I just can't. This wire transfer just came through, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: all these zeros are on here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not sure what to do with that. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what. Do you, do you have an opinion on that? Like, well, would you give that money back? Would you delete the TikTok Oof. if that's. You make a uh, great point because I probably wouldn't. <laughs>
1: I probably I probably would not if I'm mm. being honest. Um and that's why it's good to have conversations like this because if you yeah. exist in an echo chamber, like if the if I, the person I was talking to was like just agreeing with me like we would yeah. just continue on, but that is a very very good point. And I also think that like when you were speaking the the thought that came up to me was that like when watching a court trial is mm-hmm. different than watching a reality TV show because of how it's presented to you. But yeah. in a way they're both presenting dysfunction. It's just that the, the trial is a lot more like um, it's just a lot more direct. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just saying it like it just is. They're just Yeah. They just provide presenting the evidence. Whereas a reality TV show has the glitz, the glamor, <laughs> it has like, yeah. you know, the shopping sprees and the music yeah. in the background. So it almost like seems like, Oh, what I'm watching is harmless, but those are real people. So it, actually isn't harmless like we watched yeah. i mean i watched a little bit of the kardashian show i know it's awful but
0: don't judge me yeah. i, I <laughs> but probably like, should make the whole another segment on that alone <laughs> just to properly judge you <laughs> mm-hmm. i wouldn't blame you but like i've watched chloe
1: kardashian pretty much get cheated on like several times but i'm like oh ha 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 like it's not funny yeah. i'm sure that woman is struggling but like i mean emotionally and she's doing fine financially I think But she's like, she's struggling emotionally i
0: think she just i think she enjoying her life because she. i'm sure she gets some draws too I'm sure. That Probably. surgery is paying for itself over and over again. That's fair. That's very fair. But uh, again, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. sure she would love to her baby's father, even once. She, I think she's currently pregnant too. And I shouldn't know about this. So she has a, she has a surrogate
1: right yeah. now with Tristan.
0: She, yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. But so it's like, I'm watching, you know, her drama, her dysfunction. And, and I've had drama in my own personal life before. And it mm-hmm. is like It can be draining. So I'm watching something that's draining for her occur. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But then if somebody else is watching what's draining for Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, you know, I'm Mm. judging. So I, I see exactly what you're saying. And I think it's very, very fair
0: yeah and i mean the same thing happened because i watched when you interviewed your brother mm-hmm. and he was putting his dirty laundry out there i'm like but mm-hmm. i like this girl and she didn't mm-hmm. like me back and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm sure he he got a little bit of pain coming up and mm-hmm. i'm like if mm-hmm. i could just get a little bit of love you know, of course that was like <laughs> middle school or whatever but mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of even i do this like i I'll watch mm-hmm. cops i watch bait car stings mm-hmm. i love pedophile stings. like mm-hmm. I, I love seeing other men lose their entire lives because it kind of reinforces my own actions and like Mm -hmm. you see how everybody else is just losing their shit
2: Mm -hmm. over
0: one moment of weakness Mm -hmm. evaluate your life think about Mm -hmm. what you should be doing on on a sunday morning should Mm -hmm. you be going live should you be making content clipping Mm -hmm. content making tiktoks Mm -hmm. you know and obviously trying to build towards something Mm -hmm. versus just chasing skirts and tails and and Mm -hmm. and draws like Mm -hmm. all and trust me, I'll I be out here touching stuff. But mm-hmm. when it comes to long-term legacy, like my actions should be somewhat governed towards a goal.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's not always easy. There's moments yeah. of weakness. But mm-hmm. I think we all have that kind of flaw where morally we know it's right or it's it's wrong. But mm-hmm. in action, we tend to do something different. And yeah, I'm, I'm not sure where we stand there because obviously the objective standard still, the, the, the jury is still out, if I can use mm-hmm. that analogy, mm-hmm. on, on the, the actual moral judgment. But mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll leave that there, I guess, yeah. for now. Um, you have a theory, and it's an interesting theory.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's quite rational in nature as well, as far as uh, dating apps keeping us apart.
3: Mm-hmm. And if you
0: think about how dating apps are, you know, their incentive is to make money. It's kind of mm-hmm. like Facebook and Instagram. The mm-hmm. longer you stay on there, the more money they make.
3: Mm-hmm. The ads
0: are being seen more often. Mm-hmm. Um and of course, you know, Tinder is trying to make you buy gold and, and Bumble is mm-hmm. trying to make you buy, you know, a la mm-hmm. carte, you know, buy some shit. And it's just nonstop foolishness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, where did you come up with that? Um, you want to speak to the fact that you think dating apps are keeping us apart. Is there mm-hmm. any nuances that you've noticed in the dating apps themselves or mm-hmm. the engagements thereof?
1: So, well, my my friend and I, we always talk about Tinder and just how annoying the app is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just dealing with people that way can sometimes be, you know... It's not always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember she told me about some feature that she had. This was like a while ago. We were both on it. And I was like, I don't have that feature. Like, what do you like? Mm-hmm. Is it just like an update? Like, I'm like, my phone is usually yeah. I always keep my phone all the way up to date. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I also noticed uh, she goes to UGA and I was in mm-hmm. Athens with her, uh, which is like probably like an hour and a half outside of Atlanta ish. Okay. Um, and she was like, it's no black dudes out here. And I was like, Mercy. I was like, uh, my tenure is only black dudes. Right. And I was like, I was like, how could yours be only white and mine's only black. And then I I had to consider like, there's an algorithm at play. And, um, then we started talking to our male friends. Right. And, Mm. and they were like, yeah, like my photos, every time I upload them, they're clear. And then when I upload them, they're like grainy and they look bad and all this stuff. (laughs) And I'm like, huh. Okay. Mm. So my question is like, I don't think Tinder or Bumble, I don't think that they're just these objective bodies that are just letting us see whoever we see and swiping on whoever we're swiping. Right. I do think they play a role in making things slightly more difficult because what do they have to gain? If we all find our partners on there, we're not going to use it anymore. Bet. It's better to make it dysfunctional better to make it weird, better to make men look creepier than they actually are. Mm. Um, and then we also noticed that like you can tell when a guy has tinder golds or tinder premium whatever yeah silver whatever they have because yeah. like there's certain discrepancies certain things that are like different i think it's like some people won't have their age shown or their distance <laughs> shown and stuff like that and then like you know it's unfair but like naturally you're gonna be like why are you paying for this why are you yeah. paying for this like that makes us weird right like <laughs> and and those things play a role in it and so my My thinking was like, they don't want us to find, you don't want me to find my boyfriend on here. You don't. You want me to stay on here swiping and seeing your ads Mm -hmm. and all of that nonsense. Um, And so like, I don't know if it was like this big discovery or anything, but that was just like what I, it's like what I peeped.
0: Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Like, let's say we, all these men have all these different chats going on. They're talking to all 10 of these women or all Mm -hmm. 20 of these women. And then we have this one woman who says, "I'm not trying to waste my time. My mm-hmm. kids come first. Mm-hmm. A little overweight, swipe left, mm-hmm. and then let's pair those two together. Mm-hmm. Because it, it continues like the women that want long term relationships. Let's pair mm-hmm. them with all the dudes that don't want long. Mm-hmm. It just continues the cycle. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because He's- no one's going to achieve what they want. The mm-hmm. guy may or may not get some draws. Mm-hmm. The woman's not going to get a long term relationship. Exactly. And it just the, they'll delete it for four months and they'll be back." Just wait for it. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll be back. Four months is nice. Usually it's, it's four days, and they're just like, <laughs> whatever, fuck it. Right, and then of course you have all these apps doing the same exact thing. It's the same people mm-hmm. on there. Especially mm-hmm. like I, I'm in a very small town, Clovis, mm-hmm. New Mexico, yeah. right outside of a military base. Mm-hmm. The military base keeps this town alive. Yeah, uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. So like you see the same faces. I, I left mm-hmm. here for for uh, four months went to Florida did an internship program mm-hmm. came back. It's the same people on here. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, y'all still ain't found nobody, bro. <laughs> and, and, uh, knowing me, I, I'm looking for a long-term relationship, not mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. So, like, in most cases, I'm just a casual observer. I'm just here to get some draws whenever I need it, you know, take mm-hmm. care of some mm-hmm. hormone issues, some testosterone's yeah. a bit high, currently. Mm-hmm. The gym, I've been to the gym today, so it's, mm-hmm. just, I, I get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So, at most, I'm looking for a long-term relationship with no marital contract. Yeah, And so, if I look at who I get paired with, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I, they want a long. They want marriage. They they want happiness mm-hmm. and happy ever mm-hmm. after and the white picket mm-hmm. fence. I'm like, I'm not the right person for that. You understand? Mm-hmm. I'm a minimalist at heart. Mm-hmm. I don't own a lot of stuff. I li- I don't like I, everything I own fits in my car when I travel. Mm-hmm. I throw everything I own in my car. It's mm-hmm. mainly just live streaming, you know yeah. laptops and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. It, it's an interesting theory, man, because if we look at our own lives, we can find the confirmation biased information mm-hmm. where, like, yeah, that seems to fit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see why they would have an incentive to pair people
2: because exactly.
0: if they did, if they were successful, they would have nobody left, so uh, exactly. it made a lot of sense, and so mm-hmm. I, I definitely give you credit for saying it first, but of course, as I begin to post clips, you know, mm-hmm. I might have to clip your stuff out because you know, <laughs> the myself, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but now, it's all good. It's, all good. it's all good. i got you we'll make sure we we tag our sources and what have you but um this is a more interesting one Mm -hmm. um and i I did a whole live stream on submission um Mm -hmm. defining the word itself not the dynamic between male and female but just the word itself okay um and obviously you didn't get it it's not gonna blow up because i'm Mm -hmm. sitting there for an hour and a half defining a single word Mm -hmm. that's what i love doing is just diving Mm -hmm. into what does the word mean people Mm -hmm. um so um you have some issues with black men and their need for submission from women, and of course, you use the argument of like, you know, or at least you pointed out that you know women having their own money and they're being more successful. And mm-hmm. I started doing a little bit of digging. I'm like, well, it doesn't seem that you know the average black woman is that much. I don't think she's making more money. The average black woman is not making more money than the average black man. Mm-hmm. So I don't see a lot of data for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like nine percent of women make over mm-hmm. hundred grand a year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not seeing a lot of data that supports that out. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, you have your anecdotal experience as well, but mm-hmm. um, did you want to speak to submission and did you have a working definition of submission itself?
1: So I would say that I just kind of go based on like the dictionary definition of submission. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that was the simplest way for me because I feel like I've heard so many different conversations about submission and everyone right. seems to have, their own definition of it and i just don't i don't know i just don't see what they're (laughs) defining as submission as submission Mm -hmm. sometimes like people talk about like i want someone who's cooperative like yeah that's cool just being cooperative doesn't mean you're submitting to that person Mm um and I also think that with how submission works, like I was watching, uh, I, you don't, did you see the clip? It, it went viral. It was Sham Booty and some woman, what was her name? Jazzy or something. She's linked to Cam Newton, I think. And she was talking about how she is, you, I, I'm yeah. sure you did. I'm sure you did. Yeah. And she was talking about how like, she missed you know, a Cam Newton or something. Yeah. But she was talking about how she, she was like, she was like, I predict his needs and I do this and it's a, it's a one, two, three count. And she was like, mm-hmm. you know, and I do anal for him and I don't know. I don't enjoy it. Yes. She was like, <laughs> I don't enjoy it. And I'm like, I'm like, is this what y'all are look? And, and I remember I saw another TikTok where someone was like, my boyfriend sent this to me. I was like, Oh Lord, have mercy. Lord Yeah. And so like, I think, With submission, like I would never describe myself as submissive, Mm. but like I feel like I am cooperative, like I am agreeable. But Mm. like, am I just gonna do something because you tell me to do it? No, like, we have to consider if this, what you're asking me to do, makes sense for me. You know what I'm saying? So Mm. that's why I disagree with it. And I think that the conversation of submission comes up a lot with like black women in particular and uh and i (laughs) yeah and i think that like you you brought up like you know black women aren't making more than black men on average which is true but i think it's the fact that women are making something period as opposed Mm -hmm. to before where you're reliant on men to open a bank account you know or simple things like Mm -hmm. just access to independence was through a man which doesn't happen anymore you have your independence you have your you know your money it might not be six or seven figures but it's still something and you're still able to live on your own without help which is why i feel like submission doesn't necessarily make sense anymore like because if you split off with this person you're gonna be fine
3: Mm -hmm.
1: so why are you giving that person your agency your personhood for what reason
0: here's a question Before, before i because you know your boy can tangent for hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before I go into, into my little spill, um, mm-hmm. do you think is there ever a case where a man should submit to a woman?
1: Where a man should submit to a woman?
0: Mm.
1: Not really, in my opinion.
0: Like, so you think submission shouldn't be done either way? The word submission is not useful in relationship.
1: I don't think it is, but that's just because I per because th- this is my personal opinion. Help us, um, help us. And I feel like. I prefer egalitarian relationships as opposed Mm -hmm. to relationships built on submission. So it's like, if you're doing something for someone, it's because you've determined that like you deserve this. Right. And I'm going to do this for you because I feel like, you know, all who you are and what you do for me and all this stuff, like you're worthy of this as opposed to like um, a woman is dictating how you're supposed to behave, what you're supposed to do, what your responsibilities are. I don't, or the man is doing that. Like, I don't believe that that makes sense anymore, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So in the interest of utilizing the Socratic method, which I'm also mm-hmm. a fan of, I know this one of your TikToks made light of it, um, allow me to use it on you. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna ask you a question and I'm gonna give you an example of what I'm okay. kind of referring to mm-hmm. uh, or how it contradicts, what I think you're going to say, Okay. Um, and it's a bit leading, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Okay. Um, can you think of an example? Of an egalitarian relationship in your daily life, comma, when you think about your own podcast, mm-hmm. um, again, shout out Safe Space Podcast. You understand? Mm-hmm. Look her mm-hmm. up, subscribe, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, when people, when you have guests, when you have your friends on, mm-hmm. and they're on your podcast, mm-hmm. do they not submit to your lead? Of like, right now, you, you've been somewhat cooperative, like. And I want to say, somewhat, cooperative. Mm-hmm. you've been following my lead in terms mm-hmm. of I'm asking the questions. You're kind of mm-hmm. deferring to me as I lead the conversation. Mm-hmm. When they come on your podcast, you lead the conversation. You mm-hmm. kind of determine the topics. That of course, mm-hmm. they they might bring questions or comments, and mm-hmm. you guys kind of work to co- in collaboration. Mm-hmm. But it's your mics, it's your equipment, it's your mm-hmm. channel, it's your mm-hmm. password, mm-hmm. it's your monetization, <laughs> it's, <laughs> oh. it's 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 your it's your stuff, mm-hmm. your TikTok. Yeah. So. When I talk about the word submission, and again, mm-hmm. I'll let you answer, but like when I think of submission, I think of more of there has to be somebody. Like In this country, we submit to the president, mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. Even though the president submits to Congress and mm-hmm. the Supreme Court and mm-hmm. the Senate, everyone submits to someone. We mm-hmm. just may not call it that. The word might okay. be demonized at this point where we just don't mm-hmm. like the word itself. Yeah. But I believe that in any given dynamic, there's a hierarchy. There's somebody mm-hmm. who's holding the steering wheel.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And even though the person next to me is equal to me, and they're holding the map, or they're holding their phone and saying, all right, turn left here, there's a faster way. Mm-hmm. They don't grab the steering wheel and make you turn left. Mm-hmm. The person driving has to turn the wheel left. Mm-hmm. So everyone in that car submits to the person holding the steering wheel, even mm-hmm. though we can still give backseat driving tips, and mm-hmm. watch out for that cop over there, and mm-hmm. yield here. We can get all this feedback, mm-hmm. but there's still one person holding the steering wheel. And mm-hmm. I think in any given relationship, there, there can't be four people in the car Everyone's giving directions. Mm-hmm. Everyone's touching the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to be in charge of this because mm-hmm. if, if all this mm-hmm. if we go into a ditch. We got to have somebody to blame, right? Yeah. Who's driving? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We, we can be drunk in the back seat. Mm-hmm. We can't be in the front seat drunk. Yeah. So the person in front is held responsible and often mm-hmm. in the traditional monogamous, you know, dynamic, it's mm-hmm. the man who's responsible for protecting his family, providing mm-hmm. his, for his family. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of variation, a lot of nuances as far as women working too. It's Mm -hmm. not that cut and dry. Mm -hmm. But when things go wrong, 2 in the morning, somebody's breaking in, the man says, yo, go get the kids. Do you Mm -hmm. sit there? Well, I'm just because you told me to do something, I'm not Mm going to go. Yeah, yeah. We we don't even think about it. We Mm -hmm. just, Mm -hmm. uh, in the military, this is the last example I give In the military, I submit every single day. Mm -hmm. If somebody tells me, yo, I know it's Sunday, but stop your live stream, come Mm -hmm. to work. I would stop, Thank y'all for joining me. I, I press the button <laughs> and I, I go to work uh-huh, because uh-huh. it doesn't matter if it's male or female. Mm-hmm. I understand that the hierarchy I'm in, I have to submit to the level right above me, or mm-hmm. above them, or above mm-hmm. them, just because I understand the consequences of not doing so. I understand mm-hmm. the system. I, I volunteered to come into. Mm-hmm. It's not based on how much I know. It's based on the system I'm in, mm-hmm. and so the chain of command dicta- dictates who's in charge. And so mm-hmm. it could be somebody fresh out of high school,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, for fresh out, for fresh out of college, mm-hmm. a brand new lieutenant, 18 mm-hmm. years old. If he tells 29-year-old Ray, go outside and rake the leaves, it's a lot of order. I, yeah. I grab me a rake, I go mm-hmm. out there and start raking leaves.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
0: just the system. and so mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have demonized the word submission mainly because it has these connotations of control or abuse of power, which those mm-hmm. things do exist. Mm-hmm. But, but back to the analogy that I kind of mentioned, do you believe that you have any egalitarian or equal relationships in your life that are without a given hierarchy or one person in charge?
1: I would say my parents have been a really good example of an egalitarian relationship where Mm -hmm. um, even when they disagree, like no one is like this. My word is the last word. Right. They figure Mm -hmm. out kind of a way to compromise. And I think having seen that in my personal life, um, it makes it like like when we have these conversations about submission, I just can't like I see what you're saying right Mm. but in a personal relationship i'm like i don't see where how it really could exist for me right where i am just like well i mean you're in charge of me i'm like "Uh uh-uh like i'm my own person (laughs) like hold on like i get the perspective of like well somebody breaks in the house like i could try to fight but Uh, (laughs) would it would it make sense you know what i'm saying whereas like if i have a you know, a strong dude with me. I'm like, all right, go ahead. You got it. <laughs> like, we're more likely to survive if he's right. fighting than if I'm fighting. So I think there's like that common sense part of it where it's like, to a degree, like there's only so much I can do to protect a household. I don't even know how to use a gun for real. Lord, um, helper. Yeah. So like, I'm pretty much, I'll be in the back with the kids. Like, you know, mm. I I'm willing to just do that because it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But like, in terms of like, kind of like the decisions that I feel like might require two heads instead of one person just being like, I'm the leader. Like I do think that an egalitarian partnership just works better, at least for me.
0: I, I hear you. Mm-hmm. And it may come down to semantics because I think we agree with each other. And th- th- mm-hmm. this, this, this dynamic currently is a perfect mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. of how technically you're submitting to me mm-hmm. because it's my podcast. Yeah. But at no point have, have, you've not been able to give your free opinion you've mm-hmm. been pushing back i've been pushing back it's mm-hmm. been a conversation and i'm sure mm-hmm. we're both taking away something from this mm-hmm. to, to at least think about you can go make your TikToks. and like mm-hmm. he says something that i just i don't know where you got it from but it sounds trash as hell this is <laughs> it don't make no sense uh-huh. but in this dynamic if i came your podcast and i'm mm-hmm. on your couch or i'm on your mm-hmm. chairs mm-hmm. i defer to you I mm-hmm. automatically in this environment mm-hmm. she's in charge this is her mm-hmm. podcast. this is her environment where she's on top of the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. And that exists everywhere we go. If we go to yeah. Ch- Chipotle,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right, they can spit in my food, so I probably should you know, be kind and be, and be cooperative and, mm-hmm. and not be loud and, and, mm-hmm. and do what they say do. If mm-hmm. I go to a hospital, they hold my life in their hands. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the military, I have a supervisor, I have a mm-hmm. flight chief, I have a commander, mm-hmm. and they direct your day, they direct your eight hours or however mm-hmm. long you're there. Mm-hmm. So I think in any environment we go in, we, we can easily change out the words and say, well, it's really kind of, it's not submission, it's more so cooperation. Mm-hmm. I think they, they go together. They, they correlate mm-hmm. perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the conversation itself should be more so identifying what the word means and mm-hmm. saying, yeah, we do this often. We're doing it now. Mm-hmm. You're amazing at it. Mm-hmm. This has been a whole <laughs> conversation. Yes. I've had some interviews mm-hmm. that are just kind of, she's short or, or she's kind of mean or or he he doesn't really want to talk or mm-hmm. he doesn't want to talk about that itself and he'll mm-hmm. kind of dance around it. Yeah, There's some interviews that are just oh, like, bro, this is a chore. Whereas yeah. this has been enjoyable, you're not mm-hmm. abrasive whatsoever. You've been able to push back respectfully, mm-hmm. and that, honestly, I, I have a high tolerance for. You know, if you raise your voice on here, I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, Brad, what? Why? Mm-hmm. You've been enjoyable to talk to. Mm-hmm. That's why I I consider submission is that you Mm. just understood this is his podcast, Mm. so I'm not going to go on there and act a fool. You you Mm. could easily say a ton of words that get me demonetized. Yeah, We're we're live, so (laughs) you you, you could easily say some wild stuff. You can start playing music and get the video Mm. demonetized, all all those things, Mm -hmm. but you're choosing not to every Mm -hmm. single moment. That's what I I consider submission is Mm -hmm. that you're just understanding... The system you're in mm-hmm. say, i'm just gonna follow the mm-hmm. basic rules the, the mm-hmm. as you mentioned the common sense that's mm-hmm. kind of laid out there yeah. it's not too complicated but yeah um in relationships I, I can see how you know looking at history and the abuse of power and mm-hmm. you know men have may have been had well, i'm gonna hold the money and you know what you get in that room and, and you take them drawers off and I'm going to be in there in a second and after we're done, go make me some grits. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I've seen that personally. Uh-huh. Our, our families are pretty much all we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure it exists somewhere. And as long yeah. as that voice is telling their story, we're going to come across it. And then mm-hmm. some people are going to hear it and be like, yeah, I don't want any part of that. I'm going to mm-hmm. stay away from that. So mm-hmm. I, I I can definitely appreciate you know mm-hmm. your, your sentiment.
1: Well, I actually have a question for you. In terms of submission and what you just described, do you feel like submission is also more so, like, just respect of, like, the boundaries that, I guess, like, there's just certain boundaries that we have, like, in society where it's like, you know, I'm on your podcast, so I can't just... Mm -hmm. You know, it would be very impolite for me to like just start playing music or just you know yeah. being loud and screaming <laughs> or like getting upset at you like it would just be too much do you yeah. feel like submission is sort of just respect and respecting like this person or respecting the space you're in or the environment
0: you're in that's facts um mm-hmm. and again like the english language is, it can't be so complicated where mm-hmm. we have all these in certain contexts all the words can mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we just interchange them and say, bro, you're going to respect me. Bro, you're going to submit to me. Mm-hmm. One sounds bad. I'm like, mm-hmm. what you mean I'm going to submit to you? You will respect me. Uh, my experience with women, the women that have respected me or admired me, especially mm-hmm. ones coming from YouTube and what have you, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a night and day experience. When a woman mm-hmm. respects me, she mm-hmm. treats me in a certain light. And mm-hmm. Again, it's not quantifiable, but I feel that junk. Like, mm-hmm. When men say they feel like a king, that's mm-hmm. what I feel like when a woman respects me versus mm-hmm. when okay. oh, I just met her on Tinder and she might be slightly a couple of points above me. I'm like, bro, I just pulled this 10, bro. And she think mm-hmm. I got some bread. Mm-hmm. I, I got a credit card. That's all I got. <laughs> I got a credit card. Uh-huh. And I'm running up a check. It's it, it's a different dynamic. And you kind of okay. feel the pressure to try mm-hmm. to earn her respect or, or mm-hmm. garner that respect. Mm-hmm. And so you try to be macho and masculine. She's going to see my mustache and she going to mm-hmm. see how <laughs> I, I can do push-ups. Uh-huh. You're constantly going out of your way to prove something. Whereas mm-hmm. if someone just respects you, there's a given dynamic. It feels it feels good. It feels comfortable mm-hmm. that you feel comfortable enough to ask a question. Mm-hmm. And, and then I feel comfortable enough to answer a question. And I don't feel threatened. You shouldn't mm-hmm. feel threatened. Mm-hmm. I think that respect is what we're kind of referring to. And mm-hmm. different words get, you know, for as long as it's been called submission. Mm-hmm. Men, the Bible... Submit to your husband's as mm-hmm. as he follows Christ or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we take all of these words and we demonize them and we say mm-hmm. oh masculinity. It's, mm-hmm. just, let's define the word masculinity. Mm-hmm. But we throw qualifiers on there. Yeah. toxic masculinity or mm-hmm. misogyny. I'm like well mm-hmm. misandry exists too but we don't hear any content on that mm-hmm. outside of fresh from fit. Like we, yeah. we just we have to go yeah. to certain places to get certain words used. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the complexity of the English language of mm-hmm. how we just pick and choose certain words. This word has been demonized, so I'll use this word here because mm-hmm. I know it'll trigger her. Mm-hmm. Versus this word means the same thing in this context. Mm-hmm. But I could use respect. Or I could use cooperation. Mm-hmm. But I'll use submission because I know in this context, it's a little bit more triggering. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the complexity of the human mind and how mm-hmm. we're able to navigate certain certain conversations. is just mm-hmm. we know what, which words will trigger somebody versus... yeah. No, the other word that means the same exact thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: i mean i agree with you and i think context is context is everything too as well mm-hmm. um like you said like there's certain words that you know like if i use it in this way it's gonna get her right <laughs> or as opposed to using a different word that you know mm-hmm. would probably agree more with me so i definitely
0: hear exactly what you're saying that's love that's love mm-hmm. i'm gonna present you a false dichotomy okay do you consider yourself modern or traditional probably more modern Expend I would say that.
1: modern in the sense that like, okay. So I feel like because I'm very socially liberal, mm-hmm. everyone should have the freedom to pick what you want to be right. or how you want to be. So I disagree with when people say like, Oh, everyone has to be modern. Dah, 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 dah. Well, no, like we fought for choice and yeah. so you can choose to be traditional and there's nothing wrong with that. Whereas you can also choose to be modern and there's nothing wrong with that. Like you're not evil for doing whichever one you want to do. But the good thing about existing now as opposed to existing prior as a woman is that before what you where you can study uh, what you know, how much knowledge you get to um how much knowledge that you get to gain was limited. Now it's not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I would consider myself modern, but not modern in the sense that like everyone has to be like me modern in the sense that I understand that everyone can sort, not do whatever they want to do, but like in terms of picking how you want to be, you can choose to be traditional in one sense, but also be modern in another sense. Like mm-hmm. we have that flexibility and we can kind of create what works for us as opposed to, as opposed from your parents telling you, this is what you need to do. You need to be married by this age and you have kids by this age. (laughs) And and in order to be successful, like now it's like, the world is my oyster. That's Mm -hmm. how I would describe it. I know it's a little bit complex because you did ask either or question, (laughs) but like, I felt like I needed to, I needed to elaborate on that.
0: And that's why I I try to lead with, I know it's a false dichotomy. Most people are Mm -hmm. not either or it's Mm -hmm. not assholes and nice guys. It's usually... Mm -hmm people know in the world red and blue most of the answers are purple most people Mm -hmm. are kind of sitting in that middle space Mm -hmm. exactly Um, but this kind of leads me into a more controversial topic that i dare not talk about without a woman being present okay um abortion and you kind of mentioned you know free will and and, and the ability to choose
2: Mm -hmm.
0: i'll lead with this okay because currently as it sits today depending on your state obviously because Mm -hmm. most people just immediately thought that abortion is illegal everywhere. No, it, the the right was given to the states, mm-hmm. and now they choose whether or not they're, they're going to. And of course, based on your voting,
2: mm-hmm. determines
0: what, what how your kind of states kind of tends to lead. Mm-hmm. My issue is is that currently, men and women. Let's assume we're both in a state that has outlawed abortion past a certain okay. point. Or let's say it's outlawed, outlawed completely. Okay, so you have to go to a di- different state to have abortion. Mm-hmm. Men and women now have the same rights. Because before, mm-hmm. men had the right to give up their rights to the child. They had the right mm-hmm. to give up a child for adoption. Mm-hmm. They had the right to completely walk away and just pay child support.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Women also had those same exact rights. But mm-hmm. in addition, they also had the right to abort the child and eliminate the chance of becoming a parent whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Men did not have that right. Okay. So at this point, we're more equal than we've ever been, at least in that one area mm-hmm. of the ability to choose because men have never had the right to choose. Once we ejaculate, mm-hmm. we're done. Yeah. You don't have no options, no voice, yeah. no nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the woman gets to choose, do I want to charge you $250,000 mm-hmm. for the next 18 years? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to let you have 50-50? And obviously mm-hmm. there's there's nuances as it relates mm-hmm. to family court and who has custody and all, all those things. Mm-hmm. But in, in a very cut and dry sense,
2: mm-hmm.
0: women now have the same rights as men as it relates to the child in, in a given state. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on losing that right to choose, assuming you're in a state that can't have an abortion or what have you? Yeah. What are your thoughts on Roe versus Wade?
1: Well, my first thought is that I saw this coming from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's because, like, okay, for example, when Trump was elected, there were a lot of women who voted for him, right? It was mm-hmm. a lot of white women, 55%, right. actually. Um, and those same women are upset now um, mm-hmm. because their rights were taken away. But, like, what have the Republicans been saying for decades? Like. Right did you think like when right (laughs) and they've been getting uh confirming federal judges for four. that was all they did for four Mm -hmm. years was confirm federal judges left and right so now they had the chance to do it and they did it and i'm like okay big surprise um and i'm not going to go out and march for you no because you could have stopped this yeah (laughs) right and be like come on now i'm not gonna fight i'm not gonna fight your battle um but i think that like it's it's like a both a social and political issue cuz from the politics side of it like i'm not i'm not a fan right like mm-hmm. um and even the conversation like you said about now men and women are equal in this regard like i've i've seen some topics about like financial abortion where like they mm-hmm. say the man was like i don't want to have this kid and you're not aborting this kid like let me get let me actually be able to legally just separate from this whole situation that I did not want mm-hmm. to occur. And you could have stopped it from occurring. Um, And so like, on the one hand, I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. But then on the mm-hmm. other hand, I'm like, well, why force somebody to be a parent? When I don't want to be a parent. Like there's that, right. There's, there's both sides to it. And like you said, once a man ejaculates, like that's, that's it. Now it's just up to, you know, the sperm and the egg and all that stuff
3: pretty pretty much.
1: Um, But like, I don't know. I'm not a fan of, you know, it being taken away because some of these states, I don't mess with them and I don't mess with how they're run. (laughs) And I also feel like Republicans are, they they irk my nerves a lot because you're pro-life now. What Mm. about when the baby's alive? Like, what are you doing to ensure that like this country is... to ensure especially if someone's considering abortion you you already know their quality of life is probably going to be on the lower end of the spectrum you just let us you just let us be pretty much um so i i'm not i don't agree with it from that perspective and then from the outrage that we hear from like women there's a woman talking about how abortion is worse than this is worse than slavery slavery. and i'm like (sighs) like it's just not (laughs)
0: like why are we it's it, just... its amazing how like most men, at least people like myself, like mm. uh, I see the cancel dinosaur walking past. I'm like, how do you, how do I avoid getting eaten by that cancel dinosaur? Yeah, and, like you just don't say anything. Yeah, and if I do say anything, I tend to ask questions and let other people talk. Mm. Yeah, um, which leads to my next question: mm. um, Do you think men and women should have the same rights? Same
1: rights, just everything mm-hmm. together, right? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i careful careful i know i'm trying to it's a, <laughs> it was a good question it was a good <laughs> it was a good question because mm-hmm. like i don't want to say no but um I, i'm gonna have to go with not really because mm. while it, it's because we have two different experiences um like i agree and because of that, you kind of you you want them to be equal in a way in a way that makes sense. Like so, for it to be equal, almost literally, like it's hard. It's going to be kind of harder for that to like to sort of add up. You know what I'm saying? Like as opposed to it, let's make it equal in terms of like impact. Because when you do things too literally, sometimes like the impact could be disproportionate to either side if that makes sense.
0: It doesn't only because Okay. as an educated person like yourself who goes mm. to Brown University.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um when I hear people add extra words Okay. when when it, it could have been simple Okay. I believe that men and women right now mm. I, I, some could classify me as a feminist and say okay I, I agree that women sh- and men should have the same exact rights. Okay. There should be there should be no rights that I have that women mm. don't have. And women, mm-hmm. ah, go Ray, ah, uh-huh. team Ray. He, he's uh-huh. for the people. Wait till and you I say I the flip the, side. <laughs> and I ask you the same exact question. Do you uh-huh. think men and women should have the same rights? And mm-hmm. well, not really. And I'm like, well, why, why not? I thought we are equal beings. We should mm-hmm. have the same rights. Mm-hmm. Is there any rights that women have that men don't have? Should we make that equal?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that, that's where you get into, it seems as if some people have the mindset of that women should be superior or should have rights that men don't have. And it's okay but if a man has a right that a woman doesn't have we're mm-hmm. down with the patriarchy misogyny
3: mm-hmm. and i'm like
0: if i ask basic questions we mm-hmm. seem to, we we tend to get the the root cause of it mm-hmm. there's a and again i, I agree with you in the, in the fact that men and women have different experiences we are mm-hmm. different by design that's mm-hmm. why y'all can have babies it's not a privilege that you get to have well, it is a privilege that you get to have a baby and i don't mm-hmm. i'm not discriminated against mm-hmm. I'm like bro we got go to go march why do women get to have babies and men don't mm-hmm. we're different yeah. Hammers and ladders are different. They're both uh-huh. tools. They're mm-hmm. both similar. They belong mm-hmm. in the same part of the house,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but they're different. You would mm-hmm. not say because I have a ladder, I don't need a hammer. No. Yeah. You you need both because they solve two different problems. Mm-hmm. Men and women solve different problems. Mm-hmm. We have different experiences. We are different. Mm-hmm. So some could argue, as you just did, that mm-hmm. our rights should not be the same. I'm not sure how you're supposed to say that out loud in public and say that men and women <laughs> can't have the same rights or don't. Because yeah. previously, Roe versus Wade was a right that men did not have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was championed, but mm-hmm. that's not equality. Mm-hmm. So when I ask the basic question of should men and women have the same rights,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we have this, this, this discrepancy, this dilemma mm-hmm. of if I say yes, that means I lose something that I liked to have that men mm-hmm. didn't have. But mm-hmm. if I say no, that gives men the right to create new laws or, or operate in certain areas that oppress women or mm-hmm. give men a privilege or or you know advantage over us mm-hmm. that we're trying to take down.
1: Mm-hmm. We can't
0: have both. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts.
1: I think, so part of the issue is that there's almost a, like a competition aspect to rights that either gender has. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like, I guess the way I'm thinking about it is in terms of like the challenges that previous, that we've previously had in society mm-hmm. where um, like abortions were completely illegal and you know women are getting you know doing crazy stuff to basically Mm -hmm. kill their children so it's like all right we need to make this in such a way where like a women's bodies are protected um and and women can kind of choose what to do with their bodies whereas like men don't have or i mean they still don't have that right 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 but like like, um that there isn't necessarily the need you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. there kind of is in terms like 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 I just mentioned like financial abortion and like, you know, that yeah. is also your seed in that woman's body, mm-hmm. so like it, kinda, yeah. it came from you, so like you should get to choose what's done with it. But yeah. like then there's like biology and all this stuff, right? Um but like in a way it's like I think each gender has its specific challenges associated with it and then you have like how society was in the past also mm-hmm. affecting that. <clears throat> and so it's like to that's why I I said like Uh, to make things, I guess it's it's kind of like, have you heard like, like equality versus equity where Mm. like equality is so weird because it's like, can you actually make people equal? I don't know. Like it's, it's just weird. But like, especially when women and men are so different, like this isn't really race, you know, where it's just like the only thing that's different is the, our skin tones. It's like how, what, our purposes are so different. So right. it's like, I think our rights have to be m- more along the lines of what our purpose is as opposed mm-hmm. to like men and women need to be equal because it's like, how can we be equal if we're not the same? You know what Thanks. I'm saying? Like, Thanks. it's it's hard. So like, like you said, like if I had just answered that question, I'd be like, no. I'd been like, this girl crazy. Nah, but like, you right. have to give like the like explanation where it's like, I don't think men and women should be treated differently. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I yeah. don't think that like... Like, for example, like abuse, like if a woman is abusing a man, like she should be getting the same, like she should be punished the same way a man would because like mm. it's still abuse the same way. Like I've had male friends tell me about how they've been like, like girls have just grabbed their, you know, their dicks and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, that's not OK. That's right, not OK. Right. Because if you had done the same thing to a woman, it would have been an uproar. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm like, I, like, speak up, do something. We got to do something about this. They're like, what am I going to do? It's like what city, what are we So, what are we going to do? And I'm like, this is the part where it's like where it's like that is wrong. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. we should be treated the same, but our rights are kind of going to be different. They shouldn't be too different, and no one should have like an advantage or an edge or over the other. but it's like we also have to kind of make sure that each gender is taken care of based on what their purpose or their like basically their biological purpose on the planet is if that makes sense
0: and in in light of. You know all the transgender community and what have you and that, the ability to kind of it's fluid at, as it were like we're, we're just yeah. kind of training places whenever we feel like it who decides what a human's purpose is who who, who decides what a gender's purpose is on this planet
1: you know it's a great question um it's
0: hard because
1: i <laughs> <laughs> it's like my friend was asking me like uh do you think like transgender women should be able to compete with against Mm -hmm. women and i'm like i don't know like i it's hard for me to answer these questions because like i just don't under i don't like understand it because i'm cis hetero woman Mm -hmm. that's me and that's all i that's all i know and i don't know kind of what they're going through mentally Mm -hmm. that would make them feel like they're not in the right body or they're they actually identify more with this gender over the other. And, and mm-hmm. like, I don't also, I also don't know how to express that. I don't understand it without seeming like I have some sort of bias or I'm like homophobic, transphobic. Cause I, I'm not yeah. those things, but I just don't really understand because it's really easy to exist in the binary. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I can yeah. deal with men women. That's why I don't really talk about any of Thanks. that stuff on my channel. Cause I know this is what I know. And yeah. so I can talk about this, but then you add in the non-binary and you add in the people who are fluid and you add in the mm-hmm. people who don't feel like they fit where they've kind of been placed, I guess, biologically. Mm-hmm. So then it's just like, it's kind of a wrench in the, yeah, in, the
3: in the system. system.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's like, outside of just letting you be, that's all I know yeah. to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I can just let you be. Cause I, I don't want to project my, I don't, I don't want to project me not understanding onto somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Thanks.
0: So I'm I in I the very same position. There's some things think, that I just don't talk about. I just let it go.
1: Yeah, outside like, like like you said, how there's certain things as a man you can't say. Um, mm-hmm. so you just ask. I guess that's all I would do is just ask. Because like yeah. I don't something I can say. I don't understand it and it's not it's not authentic to my experience. So I'm not going to comment on it. You know what
0: I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I watch a lot of videos of, of the transgender community and just mm-hmm. I, I love information. Mm-hmm. I, I look, because when I argue, I, I want to be prepared with everything mm-hmm. I could possibly whoop somebody's ass with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like by consuming a lot of information, you just hear the struggles and you hear first of all, I believe them. I'm like anybody who's mm-hmm. going under the knife to To get anything done to themselves, mm-hmm. the women that get BBLs that they truly believe, if I get this, this is going to enhance my life. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get only fans popping, my IG gonna be on ten. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get flued out, mm-hmm. and then you, you have men. Um, well, men getting their face done and what 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 have you? Yeah. but you, you see people that truly believe what they're doing, and their actions show that. Mm-hmm. And they you hear about the pain that they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure there's a lot of people that are willing to just go out of their way to express pain outside of there might be a return on investment for it. Maybe a yeah. GoFundMe or you know mm-hmm. monetization in a certain mm-hmm. way. Um, but just hearing a lot of the stories, I'm like, these people, they're struggling like everybody else is struggling. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we, we live in a world where oppression Olympics is kind of taking the, the world by storm. Everybody is yeah. more oppressed than the next person. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Well, and you heard my little spiel on oppression. I'm like, I don't think oppression as we think it exists. We, we have to go to a different country to find true oppression or just look yeah. at how pedophiles are treated. Mm-hmm. They oppressed, right? Like, they be struggling for real. Like, they, they mm-hmm. live in the woods, no running water. Mm-hmm. Talking about, I, I can't go hardly anywhere. The grocery store out of my range. and It's mm-hmm. just different. Yeah. And of course, oppression exists. It's just that there's degrees to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I 100% agree with you that it's a complicated issue. Mm-hmm. of trying to separate you trying to draw a clear line of sand mm-hmm. like if i'm driving down a road and i see a speed limit sign i don't want mm-hmm. i don't want to have to guess that mm-hmm. that means something else yeah and like and people are trying to write laws very concisely and very directly mm-hmm. saying this means this don't mm-hmm. steal this mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. yes my is it is it wrong to steal and they say yes what about if you're starving with, with your kids on the side of the road and you steal some bread for your kids
2: mm-hmm.
0: would you do it and like well yeah i'm like so your actions tell me it's okay Mm-hmm. words say it's which one is it we mm-hmm. try to draw these lines in the sand i mm-hmm. I, I love doing this personally
2: mm-hmm.
0: drawing and I, I don't do it with everyone because yeah. i i consider you to be intellectual. So I'm like, <laughs> i like appreciate the right that person to uh-huh. hit it with like uh-huh. but like can we draw lines in the sand i, I mm-hmm. don't think we can not in mm-hmm. today's society and not ever before because yeah. before we said women couldn't vote because they're different mm-hmm. and that was a disadvantage mm-hmm. now we say women should have the right to abortion because they're different mm-hmm. Now we're trying to weigh with differences and say no we're equal we're mm-hmm. equity percentage mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. we're the same, but mm-hmm. then we're crossing back and forth as if we're not different mm-hmm. there's too many contradictions yeah and so a person like myself says, you know what I'm just gonna go to Florida, get mm-hmm. out of the military and lay on the beach until I die. Fair. I'm gonna drink on that stuff. <laughs> put a little extra in my cup, you Uh huh. Uh-huh. Bring me some Doritos and mm-hmm. some and some Chipotle, man. Mm-hmm. And don't ask me no questions. And I'll yeah. ask other people questions, but mm-hmm. don't ask for my comments because I'm not gonna give it because I yeah. can't be rational but while doing so. I'm gonna contradict mm-hmm. myself somewhere. Exactly. And I think that's the world we live in. Is like everyone's contradicting themselves. Mm-hmm. And when we, if you ask enough questions, you're gonna get canceled. If you yeah. ask the right question, you get canceled. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just a question. I'm just help me understand. Yeah. And I think that's where we're kind of trending is we can't ask questions. We can't give answers. Can't Mm -hmm. make assertions. Mm -hmm. Silence. Yeah. And it's just I don't think that's the world anyone wants to live in.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I agree. It it is hard. And I also think that like people are taking ignorance personally now Mm. um, and it makes it hard to want to ask because it's like if you're going to take my ignorance as an insult when it's not it's just me need wanting to understand then it's like well i guess i'm just gonna let you be right i'll just let you (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm going to let you be because if i say something that comes across the wrong way which is kind of that's one of the biggest failures i think of like this group cancel culture where we just get on somebody for not understanding or -hmm. for saying something that we think is wrong as opposed to being like You know, like like you when you're in class, or like as Mm. a kid, like and you were doing something crazy, your teacher pulled you aside and was like, "Okay, now stop,"
3: right? And if you kept doing (laughs) it, then
1: they they would call you out in front of everybody. Now it's just a group cancellation. There's no Mm. room for like, this was wrong, and let's educate. You know, discourse.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and this is where I I would say a little bit of a gotcha, Mm -hmm. where something you said just now kind of contradicts mm. one of your TikToks. And again, okay. it's TikTok. So I'm not taking yeah, it too yeah. seriously. I yeah. ask questions. Mm-hmm. I don't assume. Mm-hmm. Um, so in one of your TikToks, you you use the phrase violently misogynistic um, mm. or something to that effect. When okay. I think you were addressing either Fresh and Fit or mm. um, Andrew Tate possibly. Okay. Um, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. But when I hear phrases like that, and then I also hear phrases like we just group people together and we just mm-hmm. assume, and we're not asking questions to understand. We're just mm-hmm. kind of labeling groups. Mm-hmm. Applying that rhetoric you just gave me mm. and juxtaposing that with Fresh and Fit or Kevin Samuels Mm-mm. group, how yeah. would you adjust your your view of them with what you just said currently?
1: Uh, I would say I would adjust it in terms of like, probably being more understanding. Mm. Um, and also... I probably did say that. It sounds like <laughs> something I would say. I can't cap. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, like it was
0: great phraseology. I'm like violently mm-hmm. misogynistic. That's that's beautiful. That's mm-hmm. beautiful rhetoric. Mm-hmm.
1: And and like it's I think sometimes like I'm not necessarily talking about the person themselves or their mm-hmm. Point of view, but it's more so like the comments I see. You get what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. So it's like there's Fresh and Fit, but then there's their fans, or not even their yeah. fans, but the people who are like obsessed with them. There's Andrew mm-hmm. Tate, and then there's his, you know, his people who are like commentate w everywhere, right? right. 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 <laughs> and so like, what colors your Bugatti and stuff like nah. that. So it's like there's that person, but I think I have to do a better job of probably separating like my critique from their platform to who's actually like not necessarily just agreeing, but like also continuing to like project that platform, but almost incorrectly, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, there's Andrew Tate, his opinions. I don't necessarily agree with them, but then like his fans are taking it to another extreme that I definitely Mm -hmm. don't agree with. So I think that I wouldn't necessarily say that Kevin Samuels is, is violently misogynistic, but he has, probably a fringe group of fans that are really unreasonable who are using his rhetoric and using his opinions to justify their mm-hmm. misogyny when that's not i don't think that was i don't think his goal was to be misogynist or to i don't necessarily even think he hates women but like there are some of his fans who do and so i probably have to do a better job of like directing my critique not necessarily at him but at the people who are purposefully in my opinion Mm -hmm. misinterpreting him
0: facts um and that's what i would call judging a belief system by its perversion Mm
1: -hmm.
3: the fans
0: tend to pervert the message Mm -hmm. um because kevin samuels will say repeatedly First of all, I have a daughter. I have two ex-wives. Why do mm-hmm. I keep engaging with these women? I'm talking to women every single night.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then y'all say, I hate women. You call me gay as an insult, but mm-hmm. then your best friends are gay. And then you live in a cancel culture where if you say the wrong thing, that's you know, a homophobic slur mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. You get canceled for that. Mm-hmm. But then men are, we, we target men with homosexuality insults. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all these contradictions coexist. I'm and not then, a fan of that at all. I'm not a fan just, of that at all. Like yeah.
1: anytime a man's something you don't agree with, well, like maybe he's gay, like, da, da, da. I'm <laughs> like, OK, so is it, so are all gay men misogynistic then? Right. Is that why they're gay? Like it doesn't it, yeah. it doesn't add up to me. I don't exactly. I I can't join the mob on that one at mm. all. I don't like it because it's not it's it's homophobic. You doing yeah. that is homophobic. So mm. I definitely can't can't get with that at all.
0: And this is why I'm like, but If anyone can get it, bro, the Brown University alumni, <laughs> the high intellect. <laughs> I, and again, I don't have this conversation with everybody, but I, mm-hmm. I try to judge of character and judge of. It's quite arrogant of me to judge. Period, but it's mm-hmm. what I do. I, yeah. I enjoy judging. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, moving on to something a little bit more light. Okay. Um, take the edge off. You understand? Okay. And okay. We'll, we'll we'll try to wrap this up. We're okay. we're at two and a half hours. Jesus. Um, actually, we'll we'll we'll, no, we'll stay there. We'll stay there. Okay. What do you believe the role of a woman or a wife is in marriage?
1: I will say it is whatever agreement she and her husband come to about where she is needed and what's going to work for them. Because um, so it, it just varies. Like, you mm-hmm. know, some relationships, both both people have to work a lot. And that's what's going to be needed. She can't just stay home because the man doesn't make enough to, especially in this economy, doesn't make enough money to like supplement a whole household. Um, but in some households, it makes sense. Like if, if they were both working, who's going to take care of the kids if the man is mm-hmm. making more money and makes sense for her to stay home um, and take care of and just take care of the home in and of itself. And so it's like, it's so hard because now being a wife, isn't just one thing. It can be yeah. a lot of different it's a lot of different things and so it's like that role is almost customizable based on what is going to work best for that relationship is how I
0: would put it. That makes sense and I I would imagine or assume that you would say the same thing for a a man's role.
1: Yeah same thing it's just whatever however it's gonna whichever works best for them is what should be done like you know we shouldn't be trying to force a square peg into a round hole you know like Mm -hmm. if it doesn't make sense for the wife to stay home then she needs to get up and go to work sorry or if it makes sense for the woman to work more the husband stays home like whichever one is going to basically be not as just most profitable but work for both partners um mm-hmm. is what they should is the conclusion they should come to
0: got you now that being said and you're gonna notice with a lot of my questions mm-hmm. they tend to lead to follow-up questions mm-hmm. which, that they're to be to be blunt they're trying they're, they're meant to trap you okay and to make us have a discussion over Mm -hmm. the contradiction. Mm -hmm. Um, I I noticed one of the questions you asked on one of your podcasts to one of your friends, you asked Mm -hmm. her what she raised to be a wife. Mm -hmm. What is that question implying? So um, she's Muslim and Mm -hmm. uh, raised in like
1: Senegalese, West African and Muslim culture. So that the role that she's kind of been raised to I guess like like she's kind of raised to be the traditional wife, right? To right. have the skills to uh, cook, clean, take care of the house. And both, the, both her and I are also old, the oldest in the household. Mm-hmm. So like you're basically kind of like the third parent, yeah. essentially. And so in asking that question, it was more so to like kind of describe that sometimes, you know, Those rules that we said, like who should be the wife, like sometimes those are dictated to us by our parents, Mm. right? Like, you know, we're gonna teach. This is what you need to do. This is how you're gonna be a husband. This is how you're gonna be a wife. Blah blah blah. Like your room's dirty. This is how you're gonna be (laughs) when you're. (laughs) This is how you're gonna be when you have kids. Your house is gonna be filthy. Like, there's that sort of part of it where, like, you know, I I don't think based on I don't remember what she how she answered that question. I really can't remember cuz it was a while ago
0: and we filmed it. But um it ended around like cooking and so she mentioned how like she hated the thought of cooking because uh-huh. yeah. she was being raised to cook for a husband not just mm-hmm. cook in general. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. it was kind of like that built-in, you know, bitterness towards her mom. I was like I don't want to be I don't want to turn into what you think I should be. I want to be mm-hmm. my own person.
1: I mm-hmm. mean it's it's also like I don't want to go too off track, but it's also difficult when you're raised in like that culture amongst a culture that is so liberal mm-hmm. because it's like I just want to be like my friends and like hang out and enjoy my life and you're forcing me to cook and clean like right, in right, right. in this like intense way. So I think that's probably where the bitterness is. It's like is a part of it because your your friends who are also girls who are maybe the oldest they don't have to right. do this and I want to be like my friends you know what I'm saying so um, I think that was probably where it was coming from if I had to if I had to guess but um, yeah I, I think it's like it's hard when you're coming from a traditional culture
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, because like that is taught to you or they're trying or they're attempt, at least attempting to teach you that and, and ingrain that in your mind that this, these are your responsibilities. And then for the boys on the flip side, you need to be a provider, that kind of thing. Mm. When, um, my family is very non-traditional where my mom makes more of the money. And so there have been times where like my dad was a stay at home dad. And so mm. like, I've seen like kind of both sides of it. Um, cause in my extended family, it's not like that at all. Um, and when my parents were teaching me how to cook and clean, they're also teaching me how to teach my brother to do the same. So it's mm-hmm. like kind of creating the well-rounded human being as opposed to creating the wife, you know what I'm saying?
0: Got you, got you. So from what I gather, and not to just pick out details and, mm-hmm. and dissect them, because that's what I'm prone to do. Um, in regards to culture, culture or to kind of whittle it down a little bit more, reduce it more, religion, um, mm-hmm. being that you know, Islam is a religion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more so based on how you're raised and what, what dynamic, what the ecosystem that you're raised in, the hierarchy that you're in, mm-hmm. um, the dynamics of your given environment as a child mm-hmm. kind of determines the path you take, mm-hmm. um, which kind of leaves the obvious question. Um, you no, know, because you know, I, I, I narrowed it down for you already. Mm-hmm. I took it from culture to mm-hmm. religion. So it kind of makes sense that a religion might tell you or mm-hmm. a given belief system might tell you mm-hmm. how the wife is to behave in, mm-hmm. in context of cooperation and discussion, mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. That, that, that makes sense. That makes sense um because it's, it's almost getting to the point where like wife and husband don't really mean anything it just means jim and, and jane yeah just we're, we're in the same house and whatever mm-hmm. needs to be done we just do it yeah um, pretty much kind of leaves wide open assignments as far as you know somebody's breaking in whose job is that mm-hmm. and everybody's just well you're the man i'm like that's sexist careful <laughs> that, that that's sexist Why well, uh-huh. would you assume that we mm-hmm. haven't discussed it mm-hmm. but there's certain things that are just simply practical yeah and we look at the pragmatic nature of some relationships or most relationships the way it should mm-hmm. be, mm-hmm. it should be logic based. I'm like if I'm yeah. stronger, bigger, faster, more agile, mm-hmm. I have strength. I, mm-hmm. I have greater strength than you. Just mm-hmm. in terms of science, maybe mm-hmm. I should go deal with danger versus yeah. sending the weakest no no weakest. But relative to gravity, what relative to weights and what having mm-hmm. strength, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to send my child down there to see who's at the door. Like, yeah, the, their liability. We're mm-hmm. all going to die. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense in terms of practicality, but mm-hmm. it seems as if a lot of relationships are leaving that, that system and saying, well, why, why be practical when I can just choose what I want to do whenever I mm-hmm. want to? Mm-hmm. That leaves wide open assignments. And mm-hmm. the cooking, obviously, I, I'm a huge fan of DoorDash. I DoorDash mm-hmm. ASAP, right? Nobody mm-hmm. got to cook for me. Respect. i get exactly what I need mm-hmm. from across town. Bring it mm-hmm. here. I ain't got to leave mm-hmm. my room. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to no drawers on. i just break bread. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of moving to a space where these these concrete assignments—we're mm. kind of doing away with them maybe because we're yeah. evolving as as a as a culture, mm-hmm. and so it make, makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot yeah. of sense. Well, wrapping up, uh, I got a couple more, but I'm going to whittle down to the the good ones. Okay. okay. Um, future and Russell Wilson. Let's get okay. these other ones. These okay, ones okay. are kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned how it's it's kind of sad that a world where we respect future and disrespect, and we have no respect for Russell Wilson based on their archetypes and the way they move throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned how it's it's kind of a sad way of looking at how we're evolving, especially as men. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why do we, and I, I'm, I'm of the crowd that looks at Russell Wilson, I'm like if I if I could choose between being future and Russell, I would love to be an NFL quarterback. That would be painful getting hit by 300-pound men. Mm-hmm. All future gotta do is talk into a mic. I do that already. hmm Which one would I be? And obviously with the given baggage, like I got Mm -hmm. kids everywhere, child support, future. Mm -hmm. I mean, his mother's days is like essays where he got to write to (laughs) all these different people. And (laughs) Sierra being one of those people that just happened Mm -hmm. to get in line for some seed. Mm -hmm. And then Russell is just this upstanding you know, hey, how are you guy? This Carlton Mm -hmm. type archetype Mm -hmm. that we we immediately just look at him like, he kind of corny. And his peers look at him like, I respect him because of what he accomplishes. His competence Mm -hmm. garners Mm -hmm. respect. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the personality, nobody looks at him as like, Nobody looks at a Russell Wilson or a Kevin Hart and is threatened. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of them. Like, mm-hmm. you look at a future and you kind of, rappers, you, you kind of stand fish because you don't know mm-hmm. what they're capable of, mm-hmm. obviously because of what they talk about, but mm-hmm. the way they kind of move, it's a little bit more militant mm-hmm. versus a Russell Wilson or a Kevin Hart. Like, you just, you don't, you're not really afraid of them. Yeah. A lot of men look at them and like, I, I if I could choose between the two, I would rather be future because he garners what seems to be a level of respect from both men and women, that mm-hmm. women are lining up to have his kid, and mm-hmm. men want to be him. Whereas mm-hmm. Wilson, he's just kind of clean up the mess. I'm like, ah, I don't care who you have child by. I don't mm-hmm. care about your former decision making. There's a whole talk of body count. And yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm against it, personally. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I'm don't. i not here to add to body count. I, mm-hmm. I don't really count your numbers with you. I'm just here to add plus one, carry the one, <laughs> and then move on about my day. That is hilarious. Um, so it, it, it's it's different. But what are your thoughts on Russell Wilson in the future? Um, which one would you rather have if you had to be entered into that lucky lottery system
1: a russell wilson
0: jesus christ
1: (laughs) (laughs) i would take russell wilson over future any day because like just in terms of stability Mm -hmm. like future is very unstable right um he has a lot going on um the only person who's survived him pretty much as Lori harvey and, and she's not that stable mm-hmm. either if right. i'm being honest and i don't want to have to be i don't want to have if i'm going to be in a relationship with someone i want to be comfortable like i don't mm-hmm. want to be living in a fear in fear of having a child with you and like in fear of like <laughs> you're about to play me and put me in a yeah. song like i don't want that mm-hmm. i'd rather have a russell wilson who like Seem because we're we're just going based off what these people seem. Russell Wilson could right. be an awful person. We have literally right. no clue. But just based on how he kind of conducts himself, he seems to be a lot more grounded, he seems to be a lot more stable. And that is something that I I resonate with a lot more. I know there's this like kind of I don't know, trope or stereotype that women all like bad boys, but I just don't fall into it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like stability. I like to be comfortable. I like I like what is boring. To be honest, the more boring a person is, the more likely I am to actually like you. Because I'm like, okay, this is what I know to expect from this person. Like, you're even keeled. It's chill. Like, I like this. Mm-hmm. But the fast life, like, uh-uh, yeah. it just scares me. I can't do it.
0: Now, as as much as I agree with your opinion, mm-hmm. um, as far as what, God forbid, let's say I was a female and I was mm-hmm. like, all right, time to find me somebody to. Find me a boo. Mm-hmm. So those are good traits to attach to as far mm-hmm. as stability and grounding mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. self-awareness, all those type of things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you when you look at, from your perspective, you look at the world of men, do you think most men, most men relate to Russell Wilson or future in terms of their everyday lives?
1: In terms of their everyday lives?
0: Like in terms of archetype, do you think more okay. people can identify with Russell Wilson or a future? This is in a good question.
1: Personality?
2: Yeah.
1: That's a really good question. I actually want to say that it's probably Russell Wilson, maybe. Mm-hmm. However, I think there's almost a romance, like, there's, it seems as though, like, how Future lives, like, it's like, wow, he's just so irresponsible. and <laughs> He just gets away with it. Like, yeah. it's almost like, it's almost like how you would see, like, a, a criminal, you know, Future, I don't think he's a criminal, but like, uh, like they just keep getting away with stuff. And it's like, Mm -hmm. man, like, I wish I could just scam people and nothing would happen to me. Like my life would be so much easier. I have no responsibilities. I think there's that aspect of it where people are calling Russell, like Wilson, a square and like Mm. all this stuff where it's like being, like I said, boring. There's that negative connotation attached to it. And it's like, man, I wish I was exciting. Like he's getting girls and like all Mm. of this stuff. So while I feel like more people on a day to day basis, um, act like russell wilson because they kind of have to in a way right because they're being held accountable by the people around them and and by themselves as well i think that people do sometimes want the freedom to be like future for once you know what i'm saying
3: and i think that
1: yeah and i think that the issue is like i want people to celebrate russell wilson In like that archetype you get what i'm saying like i want people to be like you know what this is respectable like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and like Mm -hmm. to a certain degree while i'm like you know shouldn't celebrate the bare minimum i'm also like why can't we just put this on a pedestal for once you know what i'm saying like as opposed to like wanting to be like future don't want that like that's craziness like i i can't imagine you know existing in that way and i don't think people should want to exist in that way so that's one of the reasons why i made that video
0: I feel you. And I think that's the disconnect between a lot of men's experiences and women's experiences is that most men start off with as the archetype of Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And we we look at the futures of the world who are just mm-hmm. popping out children. And I'm like, you're mm-hmm. telling me that I have to be, and I think it's a lot of resentment, a lot of bitterness of mm-hmm. men that identify with Russell. And I'm like, bro, we're the same person without the money. We're, we're the same person.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm like,
0: he's 5'9". He's the average height of a man. Mm-hmm. I'm 6'2". I'm like, if I want to identify with somebody, it's somebody that has everything that I don't have.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
0: when a lot of men are looking at Russell Wilson and say, the only thing different between me and you is the NFL contract.
2: Mm-hmm. And obviously
0: all the competence that comes along with that and mm-hmm. the, being able to lead a, a locker room and mm-hmm. the competence of throwing the football and being accurate, all these things. Mm-hmm. But most men cannot, and like, if he worked, if Russell Wilson worked at UPS, would he get mm-hmm. Sierra? I'm like, no, but he doesn't work at UPS. So therefore mm-hmm. he gets Sierra. Yeah. But it's, most, most men don't look at women with children. I'm like, but I, I get to one day raise another man's child. I know he didn't finish his video game, but I'm going to go right behind him and just press continue and keep playing his video game, raising his child, spending all this money, investing in someone else's legacy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think most men care that much about legacy. I, I think that's just mm-hmm. a talking point. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of see the point of, uh, I think most men would it's aspire in terms of their imagination. Like I think most women look at Beyonce and be like, Whoa. If I can marry a billionaire and be a, this mm-hmm. world like control the world with my voice and and mm-hmm. have beautiful kids and, and mm-hmm. be successful and mm-hmm. have all these things, that's what the life I will want to have because mm-hmm. they look at what they don't have currently. Yeah. Most men look at what they have currently and they're like, I got everything that Russ got, mm-hmm. minus the money. Mm-hmm. I don't have women lining up to, to have sex with me and have my baby just mm-hmm. non-stop. Most men just want quantity and mm-hmm. quality comes in time. But most mm-hmm. men, including myself, we start off with just If I can just get one. If I can Mm. just get two. If I can Mm. just get three. And we have Mm -hmm. to work. We have to work. At 18 years old, a woman can sell her virginity. She Mm -hmm. can go to a different country and just who wants it? And men Mm -hmm. line up around the corner. An 18 year old man walks up. I'm also a virgin. Anybody else? I just got done playing video games. Anybody Mm -hmm. want some of this? Mm -hmm. And Dude, you got money? Like, or do, do, what, yeah. what? Like, do you have mm-hmm. know, a lot of followers or something? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what what do, what? do you bring to the table? Yeah. And it's a different experience from both men and women. So mm-hmm. I think that, I don't think that discrepancy is going to be fixed, at least in this generation. No. Um, mm-hmm. I, We will both love that the cornball, the, the nerd like myself who who mm-hmm. studies words and, and loves to be articulate and mm-hmm. read and all these things. Like, I, mm-hmm. I have my dark side too. I, mm-hmm. The dark try doesn't escape me. I have a lot of tendencies that kind of point towards a dark, darker side. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just the way I carry myself, mm-hmm. I, I don't fit into with with the thug community. Like mm-hmm. if I walk to the hood and like, "Bro, what are you doing here? Like, mm-hmm. are you selling some? Are you Jehovah's Witness? Like, mm-hmm. I, I just don't fit." Not in that, Jehovah's like, Witness. That. Oh God, they be like, "Are you selling bean pies, <laughs> bro? Like, get out of here, uh-huh. man." I'm, I'm just different. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of men can identify with Russell, and they don't like that they do because like, mm-hmm. if that's my future after. Making it through college and earning this huge contract, mm. I get to raise someone else's kids. That that that's my that's my future, mm-hmm. and I'm not Russell, and yeah. I'm not this multimillionaire who has mm-hmm. this you know disrespect of other NFL players. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to look forward to. And a lot of mm-hmm. men will never get there. Most men will never get there,
2: mm-hmm. so they
0: look at Russell or, or a future who's may or may not have sold drugs or done mm-hmm. illegal things. And like, mm-hmm. Anybody can do illegal stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyone can take the the shortcuts and just. Yeah. Slang, drugs, and, and and speak poetry. I, I mean, I, I don't have any ability to freestyle, or what have you. But mm. you can kind of see the point how most people look at future's path and like, I can do that. Mm. I just I'm not going to do it because I identify more with the softer side of, yeah. of manhood or what have you. So mm. it's, unfortunate.
1: it's unfortunate. It is. It is unfortunate. It's and I I see exactly what you're saying because like especially when you're younger, you're not as mature. You're looking for quantity. You're not really mm-hmm. putting quality on the pedestal that it needs to be on Mm -hmm. um and so like looking at future he has all the quantity quality who knows i don't don't Uh, know any of his who knows how crumbs um, yeah (laughs) but like you're just thinking i just want that um and that is i can see how the resentment would build from being Mm -hmm. a russell because you're not going to be attracting all the women because like to be fair especially when you're younger like women don't look for quality either We're being honest, they're looking for what is the flashiest, who's getting the most girls, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's sad. And so it's like, I think that's why sometimes I try to be as much of a voice of reason as I can be, even though I know it's probably not going to change that many people's minds. But it's like, at least if there's got to be a couple, you know what I'm saying? There's got to be a few of us out there who are trying to like, you know, just explain that it's okay to not get as many girls as the other guy. It's okay because the girls you are going to get, they're going to be better. Like yeah. they're going to be more understanding and they're going to actually respect and celebrate you for how
0: you've been for your whole life. Got you. Mm-hmm. I only have a couple, two more topics, okay. two more topics. Okay. Um, before I get into those, if you can just do me one favor and mm-hmm. adjust yourself just a little bit to, will be my left or your right here. A l- little way? bit more to that, a little bit more that direction. Yes. Okay. Just because I know I'm going to have to make these thumbnails uh, and I won't yeah. have your full self in the picture. It's fair, great. fair. Is this, is this, okay. is this good? That's better. That's better. Okay. Okay. Um, last couple things. Your thoughts on pretty privilege? You made a video about black women don't have it, or at least they don't have as much access to it as their mm-hmm. counterparts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the before, or and we'll finish up with colorism because I, mm-hmm. I did want to talk about that. I've never had that conversation okay. with a woman herself. Okay. I usually kind of just monologue on it, but mm-hmm. um, your thoughts on pretty privilege? Um, do you think black? You you believe that when black women don't have it? Why is that?
1: I believe that it's a very extremely small minority of Black women, and those women don't look Black. So they're not really (laughs) (laughs) monoracial Black women, I feel like. And there were so many women in the comments who are like, you, it's just you, da-da-da-da-da. Like, Mm -hmm. I get pretty privileged because men pay for my gas, or I got a job that I wasn't qualified for. And my point was that, like, at the highest level, there are women, white women, who they're literally just existing off of their looks alone. That's it. Mm. No talent, nothing else. Like I think someone referenced like Beyonce. I'm like, okay, but Beyonce is arguably the most talented performer. She has one of the best voices that I, while also doing all the dancing and and crazy stuff she's doing on stage. Like, and then her projects are always top tier. Mm -hmm. I could take a a white musician, like an Iggy Azalea. How did she get to the point that she was at? (laughs) She wasn't a great yeah. rapper. Like she was literally just white. So my point was more so that like you can't just like black women can't exist in just being black and pretty. Like there has to be some form of excellence behind it. And I think it's the same thing for men. I didn't make a video. I didn't make a video about it because nobody talks about pretty privilege and men. But like mm-hmm. um, like Michael B. Jordan is a, is a good yeah. actor. Like mm-hmm. he's solid. He, if he was just pretty, who would he be? nobody so it's like and then even like a Jack Harlow who's being praised for his looks Jack Harlow mm-hmm. is an average white man in my opinion he's also an average rapper but he's white <laughs> and that's what's getting him yeah. where he is so it's like I think there's there's that part of it and then the black women who are famous for their looks they're supermodels like they're mm-hmm. not the regular everyday pretty pretty black girl
0: and so the, the only pushback I would get and you kind of touched on as far as Men having pretty privilege or not, I can admit. Uh, so I watched. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw it, but I, I'm betting you did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a video by Steph Co. It's Steph Co. I think, and she made a video about how okay. I don't have pretty privilege. I don't know
1: if I've seen that. Yeah, Let's it's
0: interesting, very okay. interesting video. And mm-hmm. She talks about how just growing up, she's never been it. She's never been that mm-hmm. girl that's constantly mm-hmm. been fighting off men and, and mm-hmm. fighting off dates and saying no mm-hmm. and filtering through the matches. And like mm-hmm. she's always been that girl that's been trying to get attention and just didn't get attention. Mm-hmm. She's always had to pay for her own mm-hmm. meals and doesn't mm-hmm. go out on dates as often as you know her mm-hmm. counterparts, what have you. Mm-hmm. And and I, I did a whole reaction to it, and mm-hmm. it was I, I talked about four things. I talked about white privilege, black mm-hmm. privilege, male privilege, and mm-hmm. female privilege, and then of course. Okay. Uh, pretty privilege. So that's mm-hmm. five things, mm-hmm. and I kind of, I kind of touched on how females that don't have pretty privilege, they still have female privilege, mm-hmm. and black men and men in general that don't have pretty privilege, we still have male privilege. There's certain mm-hmm. things that I have that you don't have, mm-hmm. and just like abortion rights. So there's certain mm-hmm. things that females have mm-hmm. because they're different that men mm-hmm. don't have. Yeah, and no one's talking about the situation of what they do have that other people mm-hmm. don't have. They're always talking about what other people have that they don't mm-hmm. have.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: so most people don't have pretty privilege. Yeah. Most people on TikTok they're blowing up. For no reason, we're having a high level discussion. If I might say myself, mm-hmm. I, I pride myself on having quality conversations. I, mm-hmm. I don't talk about the weather and yeah. oh, well, you know, traffic's been. I, I don't care. Don't mm-hmm. talk
2: to mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. you're asking me a
0: quality question that that's going to catch somebody in a trap and then we're mm-hmm. going to debate. I don't want to. I, I, I don't. I don't want to no part of it. Yeah. So when you talk about our type of conversations, and I look at your your content, obviously we're, we're both kind of just starting out.
2: Mm-hmm. But when
0: you look at the content we're posting, and it's more in depth, it's below the surface, mm-hmm. and it gets trickles. Mm-hmm. And then somebody says, boo, ha, <laughs> dances a little bit. And they yeah. go around the world three, four times. Mm-hmm. Most people are stupid. Most people are just mm-hmm. kind of, they're not doing much up here. Yeah. And so yeah. we kind of want things to be I'm like, I, I i wish I had more. I'm like, well, I'm sure a lot of pe- pretty people would love to have a high level discussion. They would love mm-hmm. to be able to think in depth and, and ask questions and have conversations of substance. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I go on dates, I, I can win her over just with conversation. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. but I pull up and I, I immediately know I need her mind and I need mm-hmm. her to feel something. Yeah. So she needs to feel safe. She needs to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. She needs to feel like mm-hmm. she's in a secure space that like she can focus on the conversation and not be watching her back every two minutes. Mm-hmm. So I position myself properly like, relative to the door. Like mm-hmm. I, I want her to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I know that with my intellect. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I study, I study mm-hmm. what I want. I study mm-hmm. how to get it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of most people that deal with anxiety and like they're in a situation where, like, I need to be removed from school or mm-hmm. for me, b- be removed from the military mm-hmm. and start a new chapter. We have a level of self awareness and a level of intellect that causes mm-hmm. us anxiety. We have so much yeah. information floating around that we're trying to ground ourselves and just, I just wanna feel okay,
3: mm-hmm. but
0: we can't do it. It's a luxury to be able to overthink. And a lot of people mm-hmm. don't see it as a luxury, they see it as yeah. a detriment mm-hmm. of, well, I don't have people pay for my food. Mm-hmm. I've never woken up to my cash up just being hit because I posted something. It mm. doesn't happen, yeah. As mm. a as a black man, mm. above average height, above average mm. intellect, mm. I don't wake up to cash apps. Just bro, can y'all stop sending me money, bro? <laughs> it, it don't happen, mm-hmm. and I'm used to it. It's normal for me. Mm-hmm. But I also realize when I talk about certain topics, I I, I can find a twist on it. I, I can mm-hmm. have a conversation mm-hmm. and and make people engage with it mm-hmm. differently. And it's yeah. obviously on the scale of a Joe Rogan or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a it's a luxury it's a privilege to have certain things that other people don't have
3: mm-hmm. and
0: so i think a lot of people spend so much time looking over the fence and saying due to my color which is this great segue into colorism mm-hmm. you know light-skinned women get all of these things black mm-hmm. dark-skinned women don't get all these things
2: mm-hmm.
0: the same applies to men
2: mm-hmm.
0: like and uh, colorism is not a huge conversation in our community maybe because mm-hmm. men will take what, what we can get and like yeah. man, who, if I can't get Beyonce, I guess I'll take Rihanna. Can't mm-hmm. get Rihanna, I guess I'll take Paul Patton. and we we'll mm-hmm. just keep going down until somebody yeah. says yes. Mm-hmm. Because we're, we've kind of been desensitized to rejection. Mm-hmm. Because we start off chasing. Mm-hmm. And our our entire lives leading up to 30, 40 years old is chase, mm-hmm. rejection. Chase, yeah. rejection. Yeah. Where women say, no, 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 sorry, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Stop mm-hmm. talking to me. Get out my DMs. I don't want to mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. Just not, it's a yeah. different experience. And yeah. obviously there's nuances there, but... Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on colorism um, as it relates to, you know, the way you're treated as a darker skinned woman, Mm. melanated, beautiful, you know, oily (laughs) skin and what have you, um, Mm. living in, you know, southern Atlanta, what have you. Uh, What what, what are your thoughts on colorism and how that affects your everyday life? Mm.
1: So it's, it's interesting because, like, colorism, I didn't really know what it was until, like, maybe senior year of high school. But, like, I would... Here, people make comments all the time like you know mm-hmm. about like kind of like the light skin superiority like oh you mad because you're just not light like skin. da, 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 skinned stuff right. like that and it'd be like weird but okay mm. but i think colorism it doesn't really actually affect me that much if i'm being honest which is why i haven't talked about it too much yet i don't know if i have a video on it or yet or not because i don't interact with people who are colorist like mm-hmm. If I feel like you have some type of weird vibe because I'm dark-skinned, like, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I also think to a certain degree, it's who you put your time and energy into is what you're going to get out of it. So, I'm interacting. Every guy I've talked to is like dark-skinned women. I don't interact Mm -hmm. with men who don't like dark-skinned women. Why would I do that to myself? Like that that doesn't make sense and if i get the sense that maybe some weird going on or like you're <laughs> you're using me as some sort of experiment i'm usually out the door very quickly so i don't mm-hmm. have those negative experiences with men in that regard but i think colorism also manifests what manifests itself a little bit more on a broader scale than mm-hmm. in like my personal life because like when you notice the first black president like he was biracial obviously he was shade yes right and then our the and then our vice president she's a light she's not biracial but she's not even african-american right she's jamaican or something and south asian yeah so it's like i think on the broader scale usually white people are going to pick the person closer to their skin tone to be the representative of black people Mm -hmm. And those people don't actually have the experiences of Black people. That's why, like, I actually don't believe that... I actually believe that we should be kind, not necessarily separating biracial people and Black people, but, like, if we're going to say this is the first so-and-so, you should say first biracial person, right? Mm -hmm. Because we have to acknowledge that they have a white or non-Black parent. So we need to acknowledge that their experience as a Black person is different because they're black and so and so and then mm-hmm. with colorism in and of itself like you can be light skinned and have two black parents that's obviously possible but we also have to acknowledge that like um, while I don't think you, there should be an asterisk because you're light skinned but like people who are light-skinned do get treated a little bit better probably not substantially so but just a little bit better I, I think there's some sort of I have to I have to look it up but there is a statistic that if you are lighter skinned you are more likely to like get a job than somebody mm-hmm. who is darker skinned and and that kind of stuff. And then you go into texturism and featureism. like are your features black? Right. Do you have a big nose? Do you have the nappy hair? All of that mm-hmm. stuff, because that, that does kind of play a role in how you might be treated at least more in a professional sense than personal. So I think that's where colorism manifests itself in a more... I guess, problematic way, because at the end of the day, I can't control anybody's preference, especially their dating preference. And like, while I think it is rude to go on the internet and say how you think dark skin women look like monkeys and gorillas, like, that's rude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You should not, like, why are you doing, there's no reason for you to be saying those things. But like, Mm -hmm. I can't control that. And I can't control what you're interested in. Just like, there's plenty of women who go on the internet and say that guys who are below 5'10 are irrelevant and don't deserve Mm. their attention. And we can't. There's never really that much pushback when a woman is doing that. So like, right. can I really be mad at it? Not really. I'm just not going to interact with you because you don't mess with me. So why would I mess with you? It's like, it's very That's simple.
0: Facts. That's facts. Though I only have a little bit of pushback for colorism and mm-hmm. featureism and, mm-hmm. and lookism. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of them. I, I think so I, many. There's one live stream. I looked it up. It was 1,058 isms. And I was wow. like, I think we're just taking a singular word and adding ISM to it. Pretty and, much. And using that, oh, mm-hmm. headphone-ism because they don't mm-hmm. like my headphones. And <laughs> now I have to march, I'm like, I'm not sure. <laughs> my biggest issue with the isms is mm-hmm. the knowledge of the isms. And okay. meaning, let's say I asked you out on a date and you say, mm-hmm. no. And then I say, she don't like me because of my hat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If I told you, I think you rejected me because of my hat, you would say, for one, how do you know that I rejected you for your hat, if, mm-hmm. if all I said was no? Mm-hmm. why would you assume it's your hat?
3: Mm-hmm. I thought it was your shirt mm-hmm. or your,
0: your fake chain.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: your, Why are you wearing an Amazon chain? Like, mm-hmm. It could have been that. Or mm-hmm. I don't like how wide your shoulder... I, I don't like the color of your background. I don't like... Mm-hmm. It could have been multiple of things. Your mustache mm-hmm. is off-putting, sir. Please mm-hmm. get rid of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's no way we can know someone's thoughts. And so mm-hmm. a lot of these isms, they're based on thoughts. And of course, you can observe the world and say, there's a trend I'm observing that mm-hmm. most of these commercials have light skin. Black people in it, yeah. Or you yeah. can look at the the people that are rising to the highest positions of power. Mm-hmm. There, we only we've only had two or three, counting mm-hmm. kind of like the, the lady in the Supreme Court that has very similar hair to yours. Yeah, she does. So we we could we could easily say, right? They're only picking black women that has, uh, sister, uh,
2: sister, sister locks, sister, sister, sister locks. locks.
0: Uh huh. They're prejudiced against straight hair mm-hmm. because every black woman they pick, one has been sister locks. Mm-hmm. So we, we could easily say they're discriminating against everything but sister locks because mm-hmm. we don't have one one person to point from. them. Mm-hmm. Hopefully all the commercials say every, every every black woman on here has the same skinny nose. Mm-hmm. That's discrimination.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We, we, we can't know that. All, all mm-hmm. we have is patterns and then our conclusions are where we usually go off the rocks. And we yeah. say our conclusion is either right or wrong.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: again, we don't know that. Mm-hmm. There's one thing to have evidence and form a conclusion based off of that. Mm-hmm. Verdicts can be wrong. There are yeah. plenty of innocent people in prison right now. I just watched the whole Dr. Phil segment on a lady who lied on her husband and said that her husband beat her. She oh admits God. it to the judge. The judge says, I don't believe you. She goes on Dr. Phil and they bring on behavior specialists to, to mm. identify whether or not she's lying. Like mm. nobody wants to believe her. Mm. There's plenty of verdicts that can be wrong based on mm. a wrong conclusion. So yeah. as much as I believe 100% that mm. texturism, ageism, mm. Uh, mm. lookism, racism, mm. mm-hmm. hi- hi- all of it exists somewhere on this planet. Mm. You can't know someone's thoughts and pause at that immediately. Even if they tell you, you can be deceived by somebody's words. I, I can yeah. tell you, I love vegetables.
3: Mm-hmm. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. It's a
0: straight up lie. <laughs> I don't eat vegetables. I don't buy them. Don't ask me uh-huh. to buy them. I'm not buying uh-huh. no greens. I'm not buying That's none. That's hilarious. But I can walk around easily tell people, Yo, bro. if I just get a plate of greens and some broccoli mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. asparagus, and men do this every day mm-hmm. on dating sites, just lying their ass off. Bro, I would just yeah. love to raise someone's kids. P- please, somebody bring me some kids, please, so I can just... I would love to get a third job and just mm-hmm. support y'all. We we lie our ass off mm-hmm. and deceptions everywhere. Women yeah. wearing makeup nonstop and we don't know what you look like. Like it's just mm-hmm. deceptions all over the place. So yeah. for someone to pause at, you don't like me because of my white nose. You don't know that. Yeah. You don't like me Agreed. because of the color of my skin. You don't know that. N-
2: mm-hmm. Know that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. so for us to... to our lives off and uh, again i heard what you said exactly as far as you know if they don't like me for any reason i'll just move on i'll find somebody mm-hmm. that is like me mm-hmm. i think that's most people's rational mindset yeah but there are whole channels like chloe like channels that I, i'll be observing like mm-hmm. this whole channels that just talk about colorism i'm like all right you're, you're you're measuring the correlations as far as there's there's data here that there's patterns mm-hmm. but to say you know that is wrong just to, to mm-hmm. say you know somebody's racist is wrong you don't know that you have their yeah. actions mm-hmm. and you you conclude based off the evidence that you're given Mm -hmm. Based on what I saw you do, I think you're racist. Mm -hmm. You can't know that they're racist. Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. It's hard because it's like, how do you, like you said, there's nothing quantitative, right? Besides Mm -hmm. like, this is a weird vibe he gave me. He must not like dark skin girls, right? (laughs) But like, you really just, you really can't know. And like you said, even if somebody does say that, you still don't know if they're being honest. So it's like, uh, it's one of those topics where I'm like, there's other things we can talk about right besides right. this cuz it's just yeah. like i don't really know where i don't know what to go from here like mm-hmm. we we know that whiteness is preferred and obviously the closer you get to that i mean the i guess the easier maybe your life gets but you're still black so mm-hmm. you it, it's it's hard and i think yeah. that like with colorism i guess the only thing that i would really push back with is just that like there's no need to slander people that you're not interested in just mm-hmm. for the sake of because i have seen that yeah
3: from time to yeah. time
1: on tiktok because you know people just like to put their opinions oh, yeah. opinions on there and so it's like there's no need like if you don't like someone because they weigh a lot like my thing is like there's no why do you need to talk about it if you're not interested in them right because right, right. you're not You're not interested. So, like Mm -hmm. you don't have to talk to them if you don't want to. And it's the same thing with like dark skinned women or dark skinned men. If you find dark skin to just be an unattractive trait, period. You don't like it for whatever reason, you don't like it. You don't have to tell us. Nobody is asking you, usually. So that's that's really that's really my opinion on it. Like if you don't like something, just don't just don't engage in it. Nobody's forcing you to.
0: Facts. We'll finish up here. Um, we're at right at three hours. Okay, Sydney, I am grateful. I'm grateful. This was an enjoyable discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I want to give you the floor. Um, if you have any questions for me or any comments, um, anything that that's that you're curious about, I, I know I've been asking all the questions, but I, I yeah, I want to leave you some room. If you have mm-hmm. any questions or any follow ups, mm-hmm. any particular topics that you wanted to push back on, mm-hmm. um, the floor is yours.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of want to hear about the like pressures of masculinity because I feel like with all the expectations that I think are placed on men, like how does that affect you in your personal life? Like, how do you feel it?
0: So one word would be anxiety. Um, and this, is, this might be more associated with just me, myself, being mm-hmm. that my background has, you know, I, I just started experiencing what I would call true anxiety since mm-hmm. 2020 when I went to Alaska. Mm-hmm. And experiencing that winter, it sent me off a of deep end um wow. so i i'm currently on medication and it's kind of leveled okay. me out it's kind of turned okay. this a bit down okay. because this runs wild and mm-hmm. I, I love my mind but mm-hmm. when, when it's attacking me
2: mm-hmm. it's powerful yeah and
0: so anxiety will be one thing kevin samuels with all the high value man stuff and like a person like myself we just start keeping score i'm like all right mm-hmm. so i'm 29 i should have three times mm-hmm. my age and income
2: mm-hmm.
0: nope um i'm supposed to be a certain height <sighs> got lucky on that one i can't change that anyway mm-hmm. my weight i should have a six pack Nope. Mm-hmm. Um you, you start you start just checking off the, the checklist mm-hmm. you go to Fresh and Fit and they say, Right, you need to have this, 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 and this and you had a fancy car. Andrew Tate says, Bro, you, you gotta have a Bugatti. And they're not exactly telling you, but they're telling you what women want.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And of course most people are kind of assuming that it's true because yeah. these people have it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so you're
0: not sure, did they have it already, then they got women, or did they mm-hmm. get it first, then mm-hmm. the women came. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. And so th- there's a lot of assumption built in into how you treat yourself. And yeah. You, and so the one word would be anxiety as far as you don't know what path to take you just know i need to make money i need to be mm-hmm. in shape i need to be an intellectual so i need to read books i mm-hmm. need to make proper decisions because i have to mm-hmm. avoid the law because i'm supposedly i'm already oppressed and, and disadvantaged so I, I have to color in the lines non-stop yeah. mm-hmm. i have to be a bad boy to women because mm-hmm. that's what women are choosing and that's mm-hmm. what pressure fits are saying that women are choosing but mm-hmm. then you observe women choosing it, and then I can't be a nice guy because I'll be Russell Wilson, but then I don't have $50 mm-hmm. million, so I need the money, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's a constant circling of how do I just be what people want me to be? Because men are typically judged by what we are, not who we are.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: we, we have to project something that the market wants. Mm-hmm. And so one word would be anxiety as far as I don't try to be masculine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just am. Like mm-hmm. I don't try to have wide shoulders and a chest and and, and facial hair.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Th- those things come with when I wake up. When mm-hmm. I go to the gym, I don't try to be strong. I just mm-hmm. I pick the weight up that I can lift, mm-hmm. and it happens to be more than the average woman can lift. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm I walk in, and I'm towering over people, and like it's mm-hmm. just it's normal for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I don't try to be masculine.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: when I hear and you know, most men when they hear like toxic masculinity, like what what you are normally, a lot of it's wrong. I'm like. Men need to be more feminine. We need to be more emotional. We need to be more in touch with our feminine side. I'm like nothing, and this is what I I always proclaim from the from the rooftops. Mm -hmm. Men are not wrong, period. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Men to be a man is not wrong. Mm -hmm. Our decisions can be right or wrong relative Mm -hmm. to the standards set in place in a given society. Mm -hmm. So, when I hear like topics, and again, again, it's the loud voices. It's the the radical feminists Mm -hmm. saying, "Oh, this, this, this." It's not all women. And Mm -hmm. you've said this in multiple of your videos about how. We will demonize an entire demographic and say all women are out to get you, all women want to take you to court, all women are trying to have your baby and run, all mm-hmm. women. I'm like, it's not true because if it were true, then all men would whatever they're saying about all men would be true. Mm-hmm. All men are just trying to sleep with you and run. All mm-hmm. men are trying to knock you up. All men are trying to waste your time and be toxic. Mm-hmm. It's, we, we can't demonize both demographics with all the rhetoric. Yeah. And so there is pressure to perform, mm-hmm. but it's normal pressure. Okay. because i i don't wake up and, and come on here and like try to be intellectual this is mm-hmm. how i talk normally yeah and some people get annoyed by it and like mm-hmm. you said if it's not working out with the stomach i'll go i'll tell i'll go talk to youtube for two mm-hmm. hours mm-hmm. get off my chest and think about yeah. my day mm-hmm. so there, there is pressure but it's normalized because okay. when you're born as a man and you live as a man you you just know there's certain pressures and you see this with women that tra- that transition to to men
2: mm-hmm.
0: they immediately like the average woman being short, I watch a ton of videos on, on height dysphoria mm-hmm. and women will come over from being a woman and being a man and you're like, well, it seems like everybody wants a tall man. I'm mm-hmm. five two. And they immediately feel the pressure of being a man now because the rules are different. Mm-hmm. And as much as we, we're trying to blur the lines and make everything fluid, there's certain things that there's men are supposed to provide, mm-hmm. supposed to protect. You're mm-hmm. supposed to be tall, you're supposed to be macho, you're supposed to be handsome, you're supposed to be successful. Mm-hmm women are supposed to be soft and feminine and beautiful mm-hmm. and, and makeup and, mm-hmm. and smell good and cook and all these things. And so when we tra- when we change teams, you're immediately going to feel the pressure of that other side of like yeah. men that transition to women are trying to pass as mm-hmm. women. They're trying to mm-hmm. take on makeup and they're putting on more and more makeup to try to look like a woman and try yeah. to look feminine. Mm-hmm. And women that transition to become men, they're trying to be tall and masculine and grow mm-hmm. facial hair and all these, these stereotypical things that we're trying to do away with. Mm-hmm. And yet these people are... are they're trying to raise the level of it so mm-hmm. they can pass as what they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So the pressure is ever existing. I mm-hmm. feel it every single day. That's why I'm doing a live stream right now. It's like I know mm-hmm. I need to be doing something productive, even mm-hmm. if I don't see there's one person watching right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm supposed to do this. This is, yeah. this is normal. Mm-hmm. I'm used to failing at a mm-hmm. live stream where one or two people watched. Mm-hmm. We had a max of, I think, three or four people watching. Mm-hmm. We, I, I, I'm supposed to do this, mm. and so if this is something I want to do, I have to do this every single day, and yeah. I fail this often. There's some mm. days where, and honestly, it's relative to my medication and my diet. Mm. I'm like maybe a week into my diet again, because I mm. keep failing at it, and I just keep getting back on force. Start over on Monday, mm. and mm. I feel the pressure of, right, you, you got to pick a struggle. Mm. You can't be broke, overweight, ugly, dusty, and unsuccessful on TikTok. Eat. Pick one. Mm-hmm. so you go to the gym, you do your live stream, you post mm-hmm. your clips, you post your TikToks, mm-hmm. you, you you do it you, you mm-hmm. keep doing it and it's a never ending cycle of you check the scoreboard nope, nobody loves me, keep going, keep going mm-hmm. keep going, mm-hmm. and so it, it's a never ending cycle but um, luckily we, we do have wins along the way and women okay. come along and like oh you're, I saw your other channel, you have 12,000 subscribers <laughs> can I kiss your mouth? I'm like yes you may, but it's hilarious. Like, we, we, we take our rewards as mm-hmm. we get them and then mm-hmm. we like we put away a little bit for winter and then we keep Mm -hmm. going so Mm -hmm. yeah it's the normal path of a man but masculinity it's it's hard to figure out it's hard to nail down as a lot of the topics that we've discussed Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to to kind of express it in words
1: yeah yeah well like you said it's is masculinity is just kind of who you are in a way so it's like you have the facial hair you are tall Mm -hmm. and broad and all those things and so like i can I, i I'm glad that you like kind of opened up about it because it's it's one of those things where it's like sometimes i wonder because there's so much critique on what Mm -hmm. men are doing um and then on the flip side there's also so much liberation as far as what women are doing and what how women are just allowed to kind of be nowadays even though Mm -hmm. they women still feel pressure probably internally that they're just not sharing Mm -hmm. um but like i think it's important to hear more men talk about how sometimes it's a struggle. Like Thanks. this, there's so many like expectations, and so like I think, whereas I think women do a good job of doing it for each other, mm-hmm. um, and providing a place where like come as you are, right? I think <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: it's very much a come as you are kind of society yeah. right now. I think that that same liberation, like if it's going to exist on our side, it also needs to exist on the opposite side of the spectrum, yeah. where more men need to just feel comfortable coming as they are, and just figuring it out as mm-hmm. they go because like, you know, to live up to the, you have to have six figures and you have to drive <laughs> this car and you have to do yeah. this. Like, I'm like, damn, like I don't have to do any of that shit. Like I, right. I'm doing it cause I want to, but like, yeah. there's no added pressure. So like I think it's good to hear that from somebody your age just to hear like, okay, like it, it does kind of suck. And then it also makes makes me more cognizant of the pressure I could be putting On my dad or my brother Mm -hmm. or my boyfriend to be those things when it's like what I need to be is I need to be providing them space so that, you know, they can at least feel like in this one arena of my life, I can just come as I am. And I don't have to be perfect because the world is kind of expecting that from you guys. So I think that that that's good to hear.
0: And. Trust me, men are i will speak for myself. I'm well aware of the struggles that women go through as well, mm-hmm. um and there is support on the men's side as far as mm-hmm. it's just other men mm-hmm. and we may not be singing Kumaya and holding each other, and like mm-hmm. it's gonna be I right. here's some box wine and mm-hmm. cheese like mm-hmm. we made it bro, let's go to the gym and let's mm-hmm. put some let's put some plates on here that that's gonna work
3: mm-hmm. It's
0: a different environment, but mm-hmm. again it's it's men mm-hmm. um but as many videos of women I've watched seeing the struggle of all right. If men are telling us stop wearing so much makeup, but every other woman's wearing makeup mm-hmm. and I'm trying to blend in, I'm trying to look the part because mm-hmm. I see what the rich men are choosing and they're choosing somebody that looks natural and young and they're mm-hmm. 20 years old, fresh out of the womb and, and mm-hmm. just they have all this beauty on them and their skin mm-hmm. is so smooth and all these things. And I'm 35 and I, I'm trying to fight, fight it. I'll just turn. I'm 29 on the verge mm-hmm. of the danger zone and Kevin mm-hmm. Samuels is coming for me and Fresh and mm-hmm. Fit's coming for me and M- mm-hmm. Tate's coming for me. And they're all trying to conform to what men say they want, but yet they mm-hmm. see what men choose because mm-hmm. men are pandering too. Yeah. You have the Derrick Jacksons of the world that say, oh, no, you're perfect. Nothing's mm-hmm. your fault. Mm-hmm. Everything, it's all men, you understand. Mm-hmm. It's, click the link, but it's all men. It's, mm-hmm. These men are out here to get you. And mm-hmm. so those listening to words, and women, are ten, they tend to listen to words first before they observe the actions because- yeah you know that's why women wear makeup because men are drawn to what we see and women are drawn mm-hmm. to what they hear typically mm-hmm. and so a lot of men can get over and just what's up girl? you know i love you right? I'm, trying <laughs> to, I'm trying to raise your kids You know, mm-hmm. so I, I heard you had some food stamps right? mm-hmm. I, I, I love you mm-hmm. and where it's just deception going back and forth so mm-hmm. there's definitely pressure on both sides and i try to be empathetic
3: mm-hmm.
0: i try to be mm-hmm. um it's hard to because like when i see discrepancies and and contradictions i'm like mm-hmm. all right come on bro." Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. comfort you over no pretty privilege, but mm-hmm. I ain't got no pretty privilege. I ain't got no mm-hmm. rich privilege. Yeah. It's easier to be pretty than to be rich because y'all can yeah. just put on makeup. Mm-hmm. I got a credit card. I mm-hmm. got to pay that junk off. Like mm-hmm. it's different. It's exactly. a different dynamic. So exactly. um, it's it's definitely interesting to hear about the different struggles. But mm-hmm. where I stop it at is the Olympics, where it becomes well, I'm more I'm struggling more than you. Well, yeah. Women have it easier in dating. Men have it easier in dating. Like mm-hmm. there's disadvantages. That's why I have that video of male privilege, female privilege, mm-hmm. pretty privilege black privilege. Mm -hmm. Half the leagues are full of black people. Mm -hmm. White people are not complaining. Mm -hmm. Why can't I be in the NBA? Because you're five foot seven, you can't jump high. Mm -hmm. That's why a black guy who's six foot five took your spot. Mm -hmm. And it's normalized. But then when there's not enough black coaches, well, yeah, because a bunch of five, seven guys that couldn't play, have been working their ass off to get a coaching position. Fair. It's It's very fair. It's different. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um, yeah, it, there's definitely pressure, and a lot of men won't come out and just admit, I'd be losing sleep, bro. I'm trying to get my bag up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to. I still got needs. Like, my mm-hmm. loins still need some work.
3: Mm-hmm. At the same
0: time, I still got to work a job, and I'm limited mm-hmm. by 24 hours. I got mm-hmm. responsibilities. I made some mistakes back in my past. Now I got mm-hmm. children over here. I got baby mamas. Mm-hmm. There's pressure everywhere, mm-hmm. and most men will rather just be that macho. You know, I, I'll figure it out. I, I'll do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I'm that same person too. I'm highly competitive at yeah. times because it fluctuates for me. Like. It takes energy to be motivated, so that means mm-hmm. you have to be consistent.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so it, it's a nonstop cycle of trying to be self-aware, realizing, all right, in my own strength, I can't do it alone. I need help sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to lean on some people sometimes. And sometimes just being around a feminine woman is enough to send me on, on my way for another month. Mm-hmm. Just being around feminine energy. Oh, but mm-hmm. she smelled good. But she kissed. She made me some dinner. But she kissed my forehead. She, mm-hmm. she, she gave me some work where I needed it. Bro. And mm-hmm. now I can go back and make 10 live streams and just <sighs> ah, go off. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's complimentary. It's complimentary.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well,
1: I mean, I'm really, really glad that we got to have this conversation because it's good to sort of talk to people, even if we aren't like minded in every aspect, but sure. just to respectfully disagree and then grow. You know what I'm saying? Because I think That's... like sometimes I've watched debates just get out of hand and I'm like, where's, we're just going in circles. There's nothing. Yeah. We didn't gain anything. You just kept repeating your opinion 8,000 times and the per- yeah. the other person did the same. So I m- much prefer these types of conversations
0: and I'm definitely appreciative I don't have there's certain people that I, I'll bring on here mm-hmm. or I'll ask to come on here mainly because mm-hmm. I think we can have a conversation like this mm-hmm. and it, it again I don't want an echo chamber of I think she's gonna say exactly what I want to hear so I, and I, ha, I have some of those interviews mm-hmm. but there's sometimes where I I, I want a valuable conversation that's just mm-hmm. having to get paid from mm-hmm. I'm like, I get to talk for three hours bro. start my day off <laughs> like it's only uh, well, it's just now noon here is almost one mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. but like being able to converse and discuss ideas mm-hmm. that's my that's my passion it's just mm-hmm. quality conversation and I leave mm-hmm. here and go to the gym and then come back and do some editing mm-hmm. but yeah it, it's very rare to have people that can disagree well mm-hmm. it's a skill mm-hmm. and it's also something that has to be prioritized because if you have to practice it you have to be able to listen to stuff that you disagree with mm-hmm. and just take the good and leave the bad mm-hmm. or form your opinions and, and move on from there so mm-hmm. I'm definitely appreciative to Sydney. Um mm-hmm. you're well mature and wise beyond your years and so this will only uh compound Mm that as you grow older and Mm -hmm. and shout out to your boyfriend i'm (laughs) sure he's he got one of the good ones that (laughs) says doesn't exist Um, but there's clearly exceptions and Mm -hmm. uh, you're blessed to be one of them so um, any last thoughts before we close out
1: uh no i mean honestly just keep doing what you're doing like i this was a great conversation i love the way you kind of challenged you know my ideas and my perspective and, and that's what's necessary so i think that like Back. you know i i wish you the best in everything that you're doing and just keep it up because i'll be watching for sure
0: appreciate you appreciate you where can everybody find you find uh,
1: you can find me on tiktok sydney Rosant, s-y-d-n-e-y R-O-S-A-N-T. And then my Instagram is Sydney.rosant. Um, for all the professionals out there, you can just look me up on LinkedIn to connect, okay, all that stuff. Stop yep, playing with yep. Got a, net, got a network. Listen. I love to network. So that's, <laughs> that's also
0: important. So that's that's pretty much it. And the YouTube channel is the Safe uh, Space, Safe Space, podcast, Space podcast, podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's
2: awesome. Right.
0: awesome. Well, thank you again, Sydney, for coming on. Uh, we will definitely talk. We'll definitely be in touch. I'll be watching as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be looking at your your stuff. My like, angle I'm just gonna make some notes. But yeah, uh, I mm-hmm. definitely appreciate you coming on. And, uh, for sure, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk some more. Of course, awesome. Thanks everybody for watching. Say what's good to you, boy.